We are Viltrum. Bum, 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 bum. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me is TJ. Hello. And Bill. Hey, everyone. How are you guys doing? Good. Right. Yeah. Good. Bill, uh, I'm, I'm still a little uneasy and don't want to look out the window. Oh, yeah. for the last hour, you've just been telling us... Creepy stories. Yeah, we've been telling ghost stories. There was a, a phenomenon at my parents' house phenomenon. where an EVP was recorded randomly, and it was the clearest thing I've ever heard. So we're pretty like freaked it. out. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, TJ, you have to tell Bill what happened at work. Uh, and the listeners. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So I'm a supervisor where I work, so obviously sometimes that uh, unfortunately entails in my job description that I have to fire people and let them go uh there was a guy who he's very unstable we've known we've known that he was unstable because he used to be ex-military clearly has he suffers from ptsd um and when we gave him his final uh for attendance he kind of freaked out and was kind of cussing people out and everything Mm -hmm. it it was kind of bad we didn't let him go we let him stay we just sent him home for the day however he violated the attendance policy uh, we had to let him go. You know, he did it again after his final. So that's, you know, we got to let him go. So already gave security a heads up that we were going to be letting him go. And it turned out much, even worse, much worse than we even could have thought. So we pulled him into HR. Uh, we kind of, del- you know, immediately he walked in freaking out. If you're just going to fire me, just F this place, whatever. I don't even want to hear it. F you guys. Tried to calm him down, tried to, you know, go through the motions and explain everything to him. He uh, eventually got up and walked out and was running away from us down the hallway, uh, mother effing us, me and my my uh, my boss's boss who came into the room uh, to HR because he heard all the screaming going on. Running away from us, ran into the locker room, vandalized the locker room, was pulling down shoe, shoe racks, uh, turning the garbage can over. Um, we had to get security. We had to get uh, all four security guards. We're basically surrounding me and my boss uh, trying to get him out. This guy's kind of like coming at you. Yeah. So uh, he kept like kind of like gesturing toward me and saying that he's going to beat the shit out of me and all this other stuff. Um, finally get him out the door. Uh, we get him to his car in the front parking lot, but he's not moving. He's still sitting there and sitting there. Uh, security goes over to him and says, if you don't leave now, we're going to call the cops. Um he was like, call the effing cops. So we did. Uh, and he, he he backs up, sticks his head out the window, and he's mother effing us, mother effing us. Then he drives across the street, parks directly across the street from us, and he's screaming at us still, screaming at us still. He refused to leave. He gets out of his car. He go he pops the hood of his car, grabs wires from his engine, and yanks them out of the, the hood of his car. He screams back to back at us and says, well, my car's broken down now. It doesn't look like I'm going, like I'm going anywhere. Still mother effing us, mother effing us. The police show up. Uh, they're like, they try to approach him. He takes his hoodie off and throws his hoodie at the police. He takes his shirt off, throws his shirt off, uh, his shirt at the police. Um, they f- end up finally calming him down. Uh, it took almost two hours for the tow truck to come, and they stood there with him the entire time. Uh, we do external hires on Tuesdays. So we have interviewees 
coming in and out of the building. <laughs> See, this and, guy. He's, and he's mother effing every one oh of these people God. coming no in and way, out of our really? building. We had customer, like I work at a pharmaceutical company. We had customers in like customer audits yeah. coming in. Like they were in there and they were in the front conference room with wide open windows out to like the police officers. They could see everything. Oh, it was man. really bad. It was, uh, it was an experience. I have to have a escort uh, come walk me to my car every day for the rest of the week. Um, what else? My, so does my boss and the HR representative. Uh, we have a, a banquet um, at like a, like a company banquet on Saturday, this, this Saturday uh, that he was planning on going to. He has tickets to and he has a hotel room there that night. And he po- after we let him go the next day, he apparently posted on social media, they'll be sorry when I show up at Winterfest. And then he took it down an hour later. When is this? When is Winterfest? This is uh, Saturday. This upcoming Saturday? Yeah. So we oh. have extra security guards there and, and, How and crazy not is only that? that but the oh. the theme of the of Winterfest this year is masquerade so everybody's wearing masks oh my god this is the beginning of a horror story yeah. it seriously is that's terrifying yeah. oh man so that's oh. my story i haven't nothing really exciting happened to me like that well you have you have ghost stories tj just has oh yeah yeah disgruntled employees so so yeah otherwise we talk about invincible related stuff here on the invincible <laughs> podcast <laughs> Um, you good can email segue. us. What's that? Good segue. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, you could go to our website at theinvinciblepodcast.com. Uh, otherwise, we are the same guys that do the Oblivion Song Podcast, which just wrapped up its very first year of issues, concluding its second arc. Mm-hmm. And uh, in a couple weeks... We're going to be getting the 13th issue, which is going to be something all new. Look, it looks completely There's different. There's a lot of speculation. If you, if, if, you know what? If you haven't read it yet, or you have and maybe it didn't capture you, I feel like now would probably be a good time to just binge it yeah, and then start yeah. the new arc because I feel like it's going to start, like, mm-hmm. you know. Getting crazy? Well, just start. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, yeah. I, just, like I just watched How I Train Dragon 3. And okay. the entire movie, up until the last half hour, I was waiting for the movie to start. I'm really? like, when is the story going to begin? Like, mm. it's just a lot of, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot and, of world building. At yeah. least as far as Oblivion Song goes, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I didn't really care for How You Train Your Dragon 3 compared to the first two. I liked it. Um, I think it was my least of the my, the least of the three movies, but I enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. I thought it fit well with the with the trilogy. Mm. I feel like they could have cut out at least an, an hour of the movie. Wow. Yeah. But anyways, I feel like it's a, it's a good time to jump in mm-hmm. and read it and not wait month to month. Yeah, so, so if you're not reading Oblivion Song, check that out and listen to that podcast. Um, we've got a bunch of news items to talk about, some big news items to talk about. Our main topic of the show is going to be talking, uh, doing a character discussion on Dinosaurus. Finally! And then we're going to be doing our uh, Volume 7 for the rereader series that we're doing. I can't believe we're, we're doing, Volume 7. We're doing the Dinosaurus discussion before the reread? Yeah, it's usually what we do. We usually oh. do like the topic and then wrap it up with the reread. Well, I hope we have about four hours because we're gonna dinosaurs we gotta is going to be you know, <laughs> a big part. We'll see. Um, so as far as news item goes, before we get into um, some of the actual news items, I want to bring up the fact that TJ, you are going to C2E2. Yep. Correct? That is... Chicago Comic Con. It's a uh, March, March 23rd. 8th? No, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. My birthday okay. weekend. Oh, that's right, it is. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I'm, I'm still unsure. I'm still trying to figure out 
whether or not I'm going. There's a chance that I'm going. Mm. I have to talk. Remind me to mm-hmm. talk talk about it after the podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, so if you're going to C2E2, uh, hit up hit us up. Say hi to TJ, me, whoever else is going, and um, we'd love to chat. Uh, other than that, let's see. It has been one year since the final issue has come out. That was uh, February 14th. And one year since the interview with Robert Kirkman. And three years since we started this podcast. That is coming up this month. So it's March. March 16th, yeah. I'm saying February 14th will be was the one year of the issue. Yeah, but we're, that doing, already passed. One, we're doing one month podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. So between now and the next podcast will be our three-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. I, 70 episodes. This is our 70th episode. Whenever I go on to like SoundCloud or something like that or scroll through, it's ridiculous thinking and, that and we... And you scroll and it just keeps going. It just going, keeps, and going. keeps going. I can't believe it. Um, there was an interview that came out shortly after our last episode uh, by a website called ICV2. And there was a just a little uh, blurb that... Uh, Kirkman said about uh, the animated series and shows or movies so they ask him in this interview uh, what's going on with the adaptations of Invincible and Robert Kirkman says they're both very much still in process there are not any there's not any news I can discuss right now unfortunately but the animated Invincible series is deep into production I'm reviewing animatics we're working with overseas studios we're very far into casting there should be some big announcements coming up very soon which, yeah. We got. Uh, Kirkman continues, while we, while we don't have a set release date, or I can't publicly say the set release date just yet, I'm hoping that by the summertime we'll have a big marketing push that begins and there will be a steady stream of advanced looks, cool reveals, and things leading up to the launch of that series. The movie is happening alongside the animated series. I'm in constant contact with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who are writing, producing, and directing that movie with myself and my, te- my team at Skybound. That's something that is absolutely ongoing and things are looking really good. I couldn't be happier with what Seth and Evan are doing with the world. In some amount of time, there's going to be a lot of Invincible going on all over the place, which is really exciting for me. So yeah. Regarding the movie at New York Comic Con, he kind of, all he almost revealed something. He's like, I, he's like, I probably could tell you something, but uh, I probably shouldn't. I'd get in trouble. Which is interesting because like, like I almost feel like that fucking, should have been that was so long ago. I almost feel Why like that we should have been gotten the announce the animated casting. You know what I mean? But like, he was talking about the movie. I know. Like I almost feel like that that would have made more sense if he was talking about the animated series. He's like, you're gonna hear, but don't worry about it. You'll hear, you'll hear, you'll hear, yeah. you'll hear that news very soon. Mm-hmm. That was like six so, months ago. Yeah. I think had this interview not come out, I would start feeling like, you know, we're getting to that point where no, it's I'm, like I'm. I'm frustrated. I'm, no, no, yeah. I, no. I'm saying like, is it happening? Is it still happening? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I feel uh, like yeah. after reading this, I'm feeling more confident. Is what I'm saying. The like, it that, should still be going. The on. thing that makes me feel less confident is him saying, and I don't know if I'm taking this out of context or not, but him saying, um, producing and directing the movie with myself and my team at Skybound. That's something that is absolutely ongoing. Yeah. That's to me very positive. To me, really? that's like hey, Absolutely it's ongoing. still happening. Ongoing doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like anything's getting finished. It just seems like oh yeah, but it's like an ongoing process. Honestly, honestly, if they were filming, it's still ongoing. You know, like I feel like ongoing is like this is just yeah. the movie industry. Like things are slow. He told us that himself. Like mm-hmm. things take time. These are very drawn out things, 
And the fact that, like, honestly, we found when, when was the movie announced? Almost two years ago now. That's not a positive thing to say. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying two like that's years. been a like, long. It's been a long honestly, time. Like, I feel like I, if we hadn't have heard as much as we have, like assurances from mm-hmm. Kirkman, then I'd start to be like, maybe it's just not going to work out. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm really frustrated. Like, I, I think that they, like, come on, like, it's you need to give us something. Like, fuck, man. Like, I feel like they could have done completely without announcing the movie two years ago, mm-hmm. and it exactly. seems, it seems like they're doing. Very well with the show in terms of like timing and everything like that. They already have a cat, a ca- all the casting is announced mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, I, I think that's something that like some studios do. Remember, like video games used to do that, and some still do. It's like, hey, this game's announced, and then five years later, it it, it, it starts to come out. Whereas I like, lately, I Guardian, whereas late- Guardians or, or Gar- the Guardian, what was that game? Oh, uh, I see, Last Guardian, the Last Guardian, yeah. Uh, I feel like video game industry is starting to get better with that, where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. this game's coming out, it's out in four months, you know what I mean, and that- it, I think I think that's the thing that I'm more frustrated with. Not the fact that we're not getting announcements, because I understand they got to go through the motions. There's reasons why they can't tell us certain things. But you shouldn't have announced it when you did. I think you Skybound did that because it. they're they were they're a relatively smaller company, and it's like, hey, look at look at this. We've got this this deal in the works. Whereas other studios or other companies might be like, we don't need to make that announcement. We have our investors, we have our producers, we have all these but, things in motion. We don't. That doesn't matter. Think about Kill the Minotaur. Think about all the other Skybound. Movies that they've announced that are in the pipeline now, they're, they're, they're being produced, but they, they tell it, they're showing to investors like, hey, look, look at how big we are. Look at how much stuff we have going on that's in the works. What I think is frustrating is why the fuck can't you just tell us something? Like, just tell us how far along you are. Like, we have a script or... Or the script is finished, and now we're working on they, casting. They or, like, why? Didn't, what's didn't the they point? Say, they like, said that the, the script is I think written. they said the script was done. Yeah, it was done. He, they told I, us I, that. I honestly feel like this is the moment. Like, this is the timeline in the movie. And again, we don't know anything about this industry. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the time in which there's the most up in the air. Once, once like, right now they're probably figuring out casting, whether they can, or not... So they can't announce anything because anything could change. Yeah, exactly. Like, the movie could still be scrapped. Yeah, I think anything can happen, so they don't mm-hmm. want to say anything else. Do you think they're kind of biding their time and waiting to really go full throttle on this until the show comes out? Well, no matter what, the movie's coming out after the show. No right. matter but what. Do you, think that do you think that they're stalling to see how well the show does? Right, they don't want to invest well all this money and time into producing Well, you know what's movie. interesting about all that? Is that the person making the movie is also in the animated series, which we're gonna get to. Which which we're gonna which get when, to. Which when when was announced, we we're like fucking duh, of course. Why didn't right? we think about that? Uh, but yeah. I hate that no. one Hold the on. rumor of who he could be playing. Hold I on. fucking hate it. Uh, let's uh, now other the other thing that was in that um, uh, that interview was him talking about how the animated series obviously it's very far into casting the announcements that was announced. Uh, there's a, there is a set release date he just can't say it yet. Hopefully in the summer there'll be a big marketing push and we'll start seeing things. That's kind of, that's really cool. That's what we want for the movie. Him to say, "Hey, in the summer this is when you start seeing things," which means what did obviously we, that's not, what do we say in terms of release? I I said the earliest. I said, didn't I say you said this fall? This coming fall, fall. This, upcom- this upcoming fall. Yeah. And I think I this, said spring right after that next yeah. year. Like this time, like this time next year, a year from now. Is when I think we'll see I think it's it. gonna be fall. I really, I really, you truly think sooner do. than that. Well, no, 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 this fall. Well, you're wrong because in the casting announcement they say 2020. No, I meant next fall. <laughs> TJ, do you remember what you thought it was? Origi- like when we originally talked before the casting. He didn't even think it was next year. 
No, you said that it was going to be fall of 2018. I said it was going to be January 19. 19. Uh, or, or 20. No, you said. Or, I'm talking originally. You said fall of 2018. Oh. No, I didn't. I said January of 2019, and you said uh, spring. You thought like uh, March yeah, or April spring. of 2019. Wow. Yeah, that's what the original was. Yeah, we'll go back and listen to that. We need a fact checker. Like, wasn't there? There was a podcast that we listened to that always had somebody that there like, was on podcast beyond had pack, a, pack, yeah. podcast beyond. Pack, yeah, podcast beyond. Um, all right, so let's get into the voice announcement. Um, the voice casting announcement. So, last episode we recorded on a Wednesday. We recorded on a Wednesday, and then Thursday happened. We recorded on a Monday, last time. Oh, you're right. We did because we, I was leaving for Florida. Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here I am. I think it was Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it was. We we had a huge blizzard in Buffalo, and I'm sitting there. My flight's getting canceled. I'm trying to do the blog uh, post for like the show notes for the episode for the pod, uh, the podcast website, and then Skybound and Invincible they're like teasing things back and forth, like you know, winking at each other on Twitter and everything, and. Uh, um, it ended up being the announcement of the voice cast. Invincible animated which series means, cast which, revealed. Which, by the way, I'm sitting there editing the podcast in which we talk about the rumored cast release. And by the time that episode went up, we were wrong. We're not yeah. wrong, but like there was more to the story. We, there was more, but also so you got less. our you got our early leaked impressions, and now you're going to get our right. official so, impressions. So the, so the definitive, which this article uh, came out. Uh, let's see. It says four weeks ago, but that's not true. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah maybe it, it was been four a month ago. ago. <laughs> wow. So so old news to anybody who is a diehard fan and follows all oh, this yeah. stuff, but. Um, if you didn't know, so we're super stoked to announce that your animated Mark Grayson is none other than The Walking Dead alum Stephen Yoon. Yun. Yun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Glenn. Um, played Glenn. Playing his father, Omni-Man, is J.K. Simmons. So that's like the first real drop. So that leaked... We knew uh, that. That leaked thing, J.K. Simmons wasn't on was there. Was not on that at all. Oh, that's right. He wasn't, no. he wasn't on there. On. So Who on... was? Who did we have as Omni-Man? Uh... Either Chris uh, Diamond Topolis or like there was just other random people. Hmm. Stephen Young was on there. Stephen Young was. Um, but Zachary there were Quinto people, was Zachary on. Quinto is not on this but list. But he's not on this list, yeah. But that doesn't mean that he's, that not, doesn't mean that he's not on here. Because of other reasons. Okay. okay. So J.K. Simmons, do we want to talk about that for a minute? Or do you want to just keep let, going let me, down let, the let's list? Let's just keep going down the list. Okay. So um, joining them will be Sandra O. Oh. Mm-hmm. So she is from um, Grey's Anatomy, I yep. think, right? Yep. Um, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Jillian Jacobs? Gillian. Gillian, Gillian Jacobs. Yep. Andrew Rennell. Rennell. Zazie Beats, who played um, Domino. In Deadpool in 2. Deadpool 2, who's she awesome. She also played Azula in... Wrong. Who else? Who was it? That who was someone else in this, on this list. I thought it was Zazie Beats. Uh, Mark Hamill. Holy shit! Mark Hamill. Mark fucking... Ma- but okay, but Mark Hamill played he was, he Lord played- Ozai. Yes, Fire okay, Lord that? and King <laughs> in Avatar Last Airbender. Okay, and another King of the Earth Kingdom. He yeah. played that guy too. Yeah. Mark Mark Hamill being associated with any kind of animated like, series should not be that big of a surprise, though. He did. There's there's a show on Netflix that yeah, Riker loves, like about like toads yeah, and frogs, and he plays weird. he plays a fucking frog, the voice of a frog person. He just does. He plays. It's, it's he played not the, the fact voice that in, they in Darksiders. It's not the fact that they managed to get 
Mark Hamill. It's the fact that Mark Hamill is in the Invincible Animated Series. Like, a character that we have talked about for 70 episodes is going to be voiced by Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, The Joker. Uh, The Joker. And the, the Joker. Joker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Trust me. No, no trust me. He's I know. spoken more words as the Joker as than he has I, as I'm, Luke I'm right there with you. I'm so, just saying. Um, so we have Walton Joggins. Goggins, Goggins. from Walton. Justified. Oh, he plays... He's, um, he's the bad guy in he's, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, 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 like, gangster guy. He's who kind of that FBI. southern yeah. gangster guy. Yeah. Uh, Jason Manazukas, who was on the rumor list yep. and is now Walter which by the way Walter Goggins wasn't neither was Mark Hamill yep. like, uh, neither May, was Seth Rogen Mae Whitman Chris Mae Whitman Katara uh, Chris Diamanop Diamantopolis 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 who's that <laughs> from Silicon Valley yep Silicon Valley he also is the guy that plays the voice of Mickey Mouse in the current okay movie. gotcha uh, Melise I don't know who that is. One word. Kevin Michael Richardson, mm-hmm. uh, Gray Griffin, Max Burkholder, and more. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't familiar with, the, with some of these, but um, TJ, you watched it. Bill, did you watch the uh, Hector Navarro's animation investigation? I watched right up until he started saying who Seth Rogen is probably playing. Oh, okay. Or who they think yeah, he there's could play. A, he he did a good job showing like a, a lot of those other voice actors that mm-hmm. we, you might not know or lesser known or might not recognize their name um, and like showing who they were and and who they could be. Um, so yeah, and it says and more. So so notable differences. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Okay. J.K. Simmons. I mean, Whiplash is my favorite movie. I still need to see it. I can't believe I it's, still haven't seen it. You, you have right not now. seen Whiplash? Don't Whip- you own it? Yeah. I, I, Why I have, have I not borrowed it yet? I, you have. And it's sat here no. forever. It's no. sat on, it's sat you on don't your... Beli- you believe It's sat that. here forever. And I, I took it. That. And I took it back. Um, well, now I have more of a reason. Yes. Uh, he won an... Literally, that Whiplash is my favorite movie. And what makes that movie good is J.K. Simmons. He won an Oscar 1, for that movie. 1,000%. He won an Oscar. 1, like he's he's amazing in that movie. And what like the good thing about that movie and what kind of transcends into Omni Man is that in that movie he plays like a good guy, like an understanding guy, like very cool. Again, and then it just isn't he flips like he's like he's, he's a he's teacher, like, right? Yeah. So he's like a yeah. teacher, kind, yeah. understanding, and then like and then he, he flips, and then like he's like screaming Fucking, at points. Like, like it's both sides of Omni Man. This is one of those castings that I'm so angry. How did we not? How did we not ever think to cast that? Like, because we because, never thought because, that they would get such. He's an Oscar yeah. award-winning actor. Yeah. yeah, he's he won Academy Award. But he's like, all, but he's also played because, the voice of Tenzin in. Yeah, but he was Korra. he wasn't. That oh my big god, back. I forgot he was in Korra. He wasn't, Holy shit, he's yeah. Tenzin. He wasn't that big back then. I'm not surprised. No, that he, he was. He played fucking that was JJ, after JJ. Or fucking yeah. He didn't get it. He had, wasn't an Oscar award winner back then. Yeah, but still. that doesn't define who you are. You being in a superhero movie and identified that, as, as tell such. that to every actor and actress ever in life. <laughs> okay, if you want to be taken seriously, like then cool. But if you want to be known, <laughs> then be in a fucking superhero movie. So, do you think anybody even knows Chris Evans from fucking Snowpiercer? Not saying that that's an Oscar movie, but that he's not. fucking but. But, I mean, that's, you know, fucking... Mm. Or the movie where he plays a trumpet or a saxophone or something like that. Liz knows it. I don't know. He plays a trumpet? He plays some like sort he, of instrument. He is a trumpet? <laughs> he plays the instrument, yeah. Like, he is the trumpet. Um, I always think of J. Jonah Jameson. 
Right. You know, like, I always think that, like, whenever <gasps> whenever you see an interpretation of J. Joe and Jameson... It's and you it's hear not, his voice. Yeah, and if it's not him, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Because he is such that character. People... Like voice actors, mm-hmm. and I mean, other than the the old animated series. And what's funny is because there is no part of me that's like worried that I'm going to hear J. Jonah Jameson when oh, no. when Nolan talks. You need to. He, it, it is it because oh, it's going to be what, so good. dude. Seriously, it is perfect. After it, it was announced, me and Liz just YouTube Tenzin. No, we just watched oh, Tenzin? Tenzin, like a yeah. bunch of like ten, there's him fighting and and like him having like. You know, funny dialogue and and very calm he's dialogue a, he's because he's an Arab very much monk. a fa- father figure in that he in that is show. he is he's a very stoic person but he flips out once in a while and he's like yelling at his kids oh and stuff God. like that yelling at Cora like it's very different and like I feel like that's a really close like what it's going to be like for Nolan I think it's I think it might be the best casting on this list I'm just worried it is hands like, down it, I'm just hands down it is I'm just worried because I have this. I have this voice in my head for each character that isn't really defined, yeah. and I feel like once Alan, yeah, like, <laughs> when we get to that, yeah, yeah, well, Sa- let's get so, to it. Well, Sandra always Debbie, right? One thousand percent. There's nobody else that she could play. Yeah, Sandra always Debbie. And I think that if you say that she's playing duplicate, no way. That's no. Way. She's, she's definitely she's definitely Debbie. Right. Uh, all right. So, Alan. So it's not it's not official, and it was just on this. Um, it's just guesses. It was it was yeah. yeah it was, it was just guess- there, there were educated guesses. Yep. But Seth Rogen, he thinks, would be playing the voice of Alan, mm-hmm. the based alien. off of the appearance of Alan. Not uh, like I mean, we've been reading. No, they Invincible. even said like imagine his laugh like when Alan's kind of acting goofy like the <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But that's just not. In, uh, I've we've all been proven wrong before about casting. I disagree, Bill. I think I, I think Seth Rogen is absolutely perfect for that. Are you serious? Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I don't like it, but I disagree that he's I perfect like for it. it. However, if you were to sh- if I had never read Invincible, I don't know who this character is, and you put a picture of Alan in front of me and said, "Can you see Seth Rogen doing his voice?" I'd be like, "Absolutely. He looks perfect for it." But having read Invincible and like like you said, Bill, putting a different voice to it, I don't see him for it at all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes and no. I can yeah. see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. So, if not Alan, who else could he play? Because I think that he could. He he is going to play. I mean, they wouldn't cast Seth Rogen as just a minor character, but I see I mean, him maybe. being like the comic book writer for a science dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's... I could see that yeah. being... You know Seth yeah. Rogen, but or like a, a Mahler twin or something like but that. I, but or a Mahler twin. I thought Mahler twins. Really? I thought originally. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, okay. Do you think if you have Mark Hamill, you Mark Hamill never plays Mark Hamill. Like he he never just like talks like Luke Skywalker when he does no, voice voice I guess acting. Not. He doesn't. He always says something a little bit more like animated or alien or something like that. So well, that being said, Fire Lord do you, is very much a demanding voice. Like it is. But it's, right? but you watched always, it recently. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Yeah, we just so, finished. We just finished. So you literally book just, three? You just watched book three? You literally we just watched. We rewatched it all. Oh my god! So you literally just watched it last night at the end with a ton of Two Fire Lord ago. Ozai, yeah. you know, talking. Were you Were you thinking about who he could be in that moment? In very like, and I had to. 
I had to be thinking Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. It does not sound like Mark Hamill. You can no, it doesn't. you can not hear little pieces of Joker in there a little bit here and there, but overall, it's a completely separate voice than anything yeah. he's done. That's so hard. And that's with how voice it actors. always is. Yeah. With Mark Hamill, he's he's a genius voice actor. Do you think in now in the the guessing thing that that they that the animated thing that we're talking about or the thing animation about, investigation? Yeah, um, he said that Mark Hamill could play multiple characters. Yeah, he listed a few people. And I agree with one of them, but not the others. I think. I think that he could play both the Mahler twins. Interesting. I think that that would be more... I disagree. I want the Mahler twins to be a big, deep, big guy. Like Mark Hamill. I, I, yeah, of course He's he could do it, stuff. but I think he'd be better suited for something else. Oh, you think um, the one guy who played the Joker in The Batman? Oh, like maybe something like that, but yeah. not even that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he could pull off Cecil. You know what? That could that could be very Mark that's Hamill. That's what they said, right? That, that, the that was one of them. He said, he said yeah. robot... Someone else and Cecil. Robot, he could he could do too. I don't think I don't think Robot. I really think Robot just needs to be Zachary Quinto. Honestly, yes, one hundred percent. I hope that's right. So TJ Mark Hamill. Before we move on to that, anything Con- conquest. What conquest? That was the other one. I think they might have said. Yeah. Mm, I, don't, I don't think they said that. No? In that. I here's I think the people thing. don't think that it's going to go that far in the first season. I, I do. I think it's going to end I with don't. that. I think it's going to. I think it's only going to be out three, of your mind. I think it's only going to be three seasons long. We talked about this. It's only going to be three seasons long. It's going to end with conquest, and then second, season two is going to end with robot takeover, and then season three is going to be the remainder. No, I That's, think robot takeover and the remainder is the same final season. I think it's going to end with robot takeover. And then the final season is going to be his like full takeover, them leaving Earth, coming back, reboot, uh, and then the end of all things. That's a lot, but you're right. A lot can happen in an hour long episode. I don't want to get into that because we could. If anything, start- it's an Amazon show. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna last eight seasons. Like it's just not. And I think they know that going into it. Why? Why couldn't it be five or four? I just think I just don't. No, in your like, head, you're seeing it as a three season. Yeah, thing. I just don't. I think they are too. Honestly. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Honestly, I, I I personally hope it's not. I want Conquest to be season two or end of season two. I personally hope he's not in season one. I so. agree. I want to see him, yeah. obviously. Oh, imagine like the season finale being, being him, his arrival. Yeah, and then him yeah. coming back in season two oh, uh, yeah. when he goes to the other world. Oh, come on. Come the fuck on. Get, <laughs> like when he goes into like to, uh, to get Angstrom Levy. Why haven't we done that? We got to do a night oh where we're not gosh. recording and actually try and like storyboard it. Like the time frame it. Be like, this is season one. This is season two. And like scrap a lot. Like try and get it down into three seasons. Do you how know how long that would take? For us to figure to it out. To actually try to like realistically plan out even an hour long episode of Invincible. I'm not saying hour long. I mean just season wide. Season wide. But what? we would have to have a general yeah. idea of how long each episode is going to be and what's going to be in it because we can't. We, True. I mean, we're, we could create half a season. Yeah, I still want to do it. Still want to do it. Eight hours. Eight hours yeah. of Invincible. That is a long time. Yeah, a long time. It could. Maybe TJ's right. Maybe I will get to Conquest. Okay, eight hours. Think of it this way: a movie, <laughs> a movie is two hours long, right? Yeah. Like, let's say two hours. We're getting you a four. We're getting four two-hour movies. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're we're getting. That's so like, when would Invincible like, or when would Conquest show up in in the Invincible movie franchise? Again, the you're, second you're, movie. Again, you're putting it. You're putting it in a movie franchise. I'd want it to be a three movie story, and Conquest would be the second movie. Right. Here's the thing. So how could you? How could you realistically say it, that it he would, be, would not show up within the Angstrom, first Angstrom six hours? Conquest. Six hours. Of let me let me let me lay right. it out like you know, I th- 
the first episode has to tell what the story is about. And the story is about, you know, a boy and his dad and it goes wrong. I feel like the first episode has to end with Omni-Man and him fighting. And I know a lot of people first want... Episode? First episode ending with that. First episode. No, or the first episode, first episode is going him to end... killing the Guardians. Okay, sure. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Second uh, episode. Second episode, maybe. the fighting. Fuck, um, that's so fast. But the villain... It's so fast. The villain of season one will be Angstrom Levy. And the conclusion oh, of man. Angstrom Levy... Will be the Viltrumite War, which no, leads directly. War. I'm sorry, the yeah. Invincible War. Well, so Angstrom Levy's conclusion of season one will end with the Invincible War, which leads directly into Conquest, question, like literally directly. Question. The end of Angstrom's story. I mean, obviously he gets deformed and then comes back and attacks Debbie and Oliver. That's after Mark goes to space, gets Oliver, brings Oliver back. That's the first season. It's not That's an episode it's not, right there. It's not Invincible War. It's Mark, quote unquote, killing Angstrom, and then Angstrom comes back in season two for the Invisible War. No, we got to talk about this more. No, the reason we're, we're gonna the, go on forever. The reason why you're wrong is because we don't understand why Angstrom is a villain, and we don't hate Angstrom until he, until uh, issue thirty three, where he's at home with Debbie. That's your realization of oh shit, he's a fucking badass bad guy. That's him. Him with Debbie and Oliver is his origin. Is part of his origin of being a bad no. guy. Yes. Him saying, him having the brain at the end of the accident. No, he wasn't a villain th- at that well, time. Well, yeah. I mean, he made the announcement he had that villainous... he wants to kill him. Yes. Yeah. Right. But he, you were, you didn't fear him yet. Fuck. In it, Fuck. Till, until he was sitting there with Debbie, Invincible comes in and says, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. He doesn't even know who he is. He can't. They can't end the season with that. This this episode, everything ties together. Dinosaurus yeah. ties in so well with. Uh, volume seven oh, with man. the animated well, series. I want to like make legit bets. Like I am. Let's so, write this out. I am so fucking well, sure. We, of this. Let's do we this. get a postponed dinosaur. I am so <laughs> no, 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 sure no, of that. No, 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 we're gonna do. We're gonna fucking do dinosaurs. Let's do this. When we see a trailer, because that will show us what is pretty much going to be in the first season, at least the first kind of episodes. It'll give us an idea, and then we'll have a. Uh, and, and obviously, we're gonna have an entire episode just based off of that trailer. No, yeah. and then we can talk about the the entirety yeah, of the show. Yeah, I still want to do without down. knowing anything. I still in my free time. I think we need to make a an outline. Free time. I think we need to make an outline. People are being paid forty hours a week. I know to right? do this. Can you imagine? And it's still think not about done. that. You want to do think it in your free that. time? Somebody is doing that and getting paid for it. All right, uh, another another voice actor. Who else? Are, oh. What are you looking at, TJ? Your mirror reminded me, I don't know why, of the dresser from A Beauty and the Beast. From Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Question. The the rumor leaked list uh, had Zachary Quinto on it, uh, as well as Clancy Brown. Those are two people that weren't on the official list. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there could be reasons for not saying Mm -hmm. if they have been talking to them maybe they're not officially like contracted or anything like that so maybe they don't have zachary quinto yet but they're trying to or you know whatever whatever the reason is Mm -hmm. i still hope he is and that he is robot that would just be ideal i can't unhear it in my head i I cannot unsee it anymore it's like dwayne the rock johnson playing him in the movie i can't fucking see anybody else doing it. maybe that was just maybe that was a false rumor clancy brown was the other one that wasn't listed on that was listed on there but not on the official Clancy Brown announced on Twitter that, that he was doing Invincible. He, that he already did it this year. That he already 
worked on Invincible. Yeah, that he worked. Yeah, uh, it was his Twitter post. He did, yeah. he, he listed like a bunch of things that he did and very nonchalantly in the middle. He's like, Invincible. Yeah, this has already been a busy year. Invincible. Like it was a smack dab in the middle, and and no one was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You weren't officially announced, like, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. What did you just say? Yeah. So Clancy Brown's official. Uh, I I like him as immortal. I like he's, him as immortal or Cecil. I think he he's could the be one a good that Cecil. I I originally had as Conquest. Conquest. He's the one I originally had. I think yeah. he would make a better Conquest than Mark Hamill. I see him very serious. I don't see him rage. Dan Angstrom. Oh. F- mm, no. Oh. Huh? No, 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 no. No. We I haven't really talked like, about who would voice Angstrom. I, I, how, I, what I, if it's Carrie, uh, um, I, or Kari Payton from Walking Dead? Ezekiel. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. So I was just about to say when when you when I said Clancy Brown is no he probably plays uh, bulletproof. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, DJ. Uh, going. I don't know. I another thing like going back to Zachary Quinto too is he careful. Robot is Rex Blode. He's Rex. He's not though. He, but he's a direct quote. This uh, is what we talked about him. last episode. Yeah. I think the person that plays Robot Rudy. No, the person the person that plays old Rudy is going Test to be the same person. No, the person that plays grown up Rudy is going to be the person that played Rex. But the voice coming f- from a blob through a machine out the robot does not have to sound anything like Rex. Right. Those are different characters. Yeah, that would Jeez, that, that wouldn't make any kind of like why, sense. Yeah, why it would it, would it, sound it, like it wouldn't now? it wouldn't make any sense? Like yeah. it, it would be stupid if. It was the same person, right? Yeah. I just I, I don't want to I don't want to have Zachary so if, Quinto so if, play him and then not have if, it him play him anymore. No, like, that would I know, be I mad. know, right? But no, every time he talks through the robot, it should sound like Zachary Quinto. But when he's when the helmet's off, it's gonna be Jason Manzukis or whoever plays Rex. Mm, Jason Man Man is is it Manzukis? Man Manzukis. Um, my throat's gargling more than usual. It is. Yeah, it's very loud today. <laughs> We should just have the blooper reel be just Uh yes, you wanna go through and edit all those out. <laughs> Do you like Jason Mantuka says Rex? No, I hate that. Oh I, I hate, hate it. it. I hate it. He could play a hate it. I just don't like his voice. I don't like I I He's I don't an ass. That. He can he plays an ass. Yeah, but he's too but obnoxious. Rex is not. He, yeah, I don't want that's yeah, it's too much. But he doesn't have to be. He can he can rein it in. Like Rex he, that's, is not. That's a character that he's he's play he plays he plays that kind of character in several shows. He does, but he doesn't always sound like that. Okay, so he he's done voice acting. He he then played. Why cast him? He played a character in Big Mouth, the Netflix mm-hmm. show, and he plays a very like overly confident, obnoxious kid. Really, and it's I it, he. That's not Rex. Like yeah. I understand, like Rex being confident. So is, so and, is Rex like, a little bit more? Um, uh, what's his face? I'm thinking live actor. Like I could a, see a Rex being more... like one of the Jonas, like the Jonas brother, like um, the Jonas brother. Yeah, like the one that was in. Uh... Rex is like Ryan Reynolds. No, I was no. gonna say what's his name from Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, Channing Tatum. It's more like a Channing Tatum. I kind think of it's thing? more of a Channing Tatum. Yeah, unless yeah. I disagree. I'm not saying that. Totally disagree. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'd be fine with Jason Manzuki. You think Channing Tatum can voice the voice? No, voice no, no. Explorer? I'm saying what type like of like that kind of like that kind the way that he carries himself and and that kind of cocky, not the more annoying. Not like whoa, <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly him. Not 
Who, who? What's his name? Man- Manzukas. Yeah. Jason Manzukas. I don't think he's gonna sound like that. I don't think he has to sound like that. But that, yeah, I, I, I know. And we watched the video of him saying like, every time someone meets me, they want me to be obnoxious and yeah. like punch him in the dick. But that's not me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, anyone else on there? I feel like we're missing someone. There, there's, yeah, sure there's a we'll bunch get, of other I'm sure ones. We'll get once we get actual. But those casting are like news. those are like the big ones. Right. Some of the other ones were ones that we. Uh, oh, um, uh, Katara, May Whitman. Mm-hmm. I think that could be Amanda. I think that'd be perfect. Wait, that was that's Katara. Katara is one of the voice actors. Seriously? Yeah. Hmm. She was young when she recorded Avatar. She's in. She was actually a young girl. Like yeah. She's like she's in 14, uh, 15 years old. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. She's like the fifth or so evil ex. The, the blonde the le- one. The okay. lesbian one? Yeah. That's Katara? Yep. I, thank you for ruining it for me. You're because welcome. I <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So now when you watch that movie and you close your eyes, it's Katara. Ew, no. It's so weird, isn't it? I want a YouTuber right now, but I can't. We have yeah, to do we'll the podcast. Yeah, we have to finish this. Um, I think that would be... She, she, she could probably pull off Amanda. Young Amanda. Right? Or Eve. I still think Eve is Zazie Beats. I still think Eve is Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats, I feel like... Zazie. Zazie. Zazie, sorry. Would be um, Amanda. Really? Yeah, because she's huh. kind of more... Sassy? Sassafras. Like, Amanda huh. is sassy. Like, she's... But Eve can be. Like, Eve, you, no, you have Eve, have some range Eve to be is re- more Eve. mature, I think. And, like, think Katara... Think Katara when she's fucking bloodbending that guy who killed her mom. Think of... think of. Oh, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. During the blood moon up? Oh, my God. Let's fucking watch it. You just watched it. I'm I jealous. Just watch <laughs> it. I'm jealous. Um, that's what you know of Eve as you've read it lately. Think of all that you know about Eve. She can be sassy. Her and Mark, Mark fighting and stuff. Like, I mean, hmm. I don't know. I think, I think Zazie Beach is definitely... Eve, I'd put money on it. Yeah. All right. Wow, that was just uh, the news. Let's. We got to move on to the main topic. We could be talking about the animated series forever, so let's That's move true. on. Uh, the main topic of this month's episode is Dinosaurus. Been a long time coming. We're doing like a. We'll do like a little character discussion on it. I've got some questions and kind of uh, look through his history a little bit. He first appeared in Invincible sixty eight, which was released on. November 18th, 2009. Well, what's the last episode, of, or episode, um, issue of Conquest? Wasn't it like 66? Because uh, this is almost right so this after. Is, this is right after. It's like right after. Well, no, it's after... Conquest. He's clean, He's cleaning up the city. Yeah. <clears throat> I yeah. guess his broken arm and broken... No, but it's been like a couple months. There, right before this was uh, the Alan and Nolan adventures where they went to find Space Racer. Okay. So yeah. there was... So I, th- I think it was 65 that was yeah, the last Yeah, because one. then there was two or three issues and mm-hmm. then Dinosaurus appears. This is the first time seeing Mark in several months because there was issues in between. Um, and so last we saw, he had fought Conquest was injured and now the cover of this one is him fighting a dinosaur wearing robots arm and leg 64 was conquests uh last one 65 was the funeral of rex and then 66 67 was alan and nolan yep cool <clears throat> so yeah uh, and 68 probably came out like um you know eight months after well i don't know uh it starts with um mark helping rebuild 
mm-hmm. after the conquest fight, and he's randomly attacked by a dinosaur. Um, in metal underwear. In metal and underwear. And metal shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys like the look of dinosaurs? I, his early, it like he it looks like he has a shorter snout, doesn't it? Um, maybe let's compared see. compared to his later ones, definitely. Yeah, he did. Definitely, he did become a little bit more T Rex face. Mm, right, that's kind of small. I no, 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 no. His small. his head is super beefy compared to. Look at that. Oh, uh, I don't know. Look well, at that's compared. that's kind of a different. I'm talking about when he bites onto. Oh my gosh! Yeah, his face is. He's definitely gotten longer. He's very much a T Rex, but with arms. Look at look at his face. Anyways, I remember. And I've said it a million times, when you first even... What's the cover of this issue? It's Dinosaurus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it looks so stupid. It looks so <laughs> like dumb. Like it's a dinosaur. Like, why the fuck is Mark fighting a dinosaur mm-hmm. in a diaper? Mm-hmm. In a metal diaper. And then typical Kirkman fucking style makes something so stupid... So smart. Into into something so so multi-layered. He's he's pissed off at Mark because he's helping them. He's helping them speed up the recovery of the city. Mm. And he wants them to do it themselves themselves so that they can grow as a, a, you know. Build jobs and and all that. Advance as a civilization. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, He surprises Mark. I love that. It almost looks 3D. Yeah. Like it's popping out. So in this issue, he... um, he shocks Mark with how strong he is. Uh, Mark manages to knock him out, and it turns out it's just a boy. It was a very quick fight. A it was very, really fast. Very quick fight. David, what's his name? David. Oh shoot, I forgot. I want to say David, like Acres or something like yeah. that. Yeah, look it up. I forgot what his name was. Um, and uh, so yeah. Dinosaurus turns into a boy. It's kind of a... And Mark's jo- going to kill him. Jo- Dr. Jackal, Mr. High thing. Yeah. This is like peak invincible rage, mm-hmm. like threatening to kill people and stuff like that. This is before he killed Russ Livingston or after? I want to say it's before because oh. this was like building to him killing him. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's a single panel for those of you that are... I mean, if you're in the issue, issue 68, there's a single panel... Well, there's, there's, what's the guy's name? David? I think his name is David. Dave? David? Dinosaurs is hu- in human David form. David Anders. Okay, so yeah. David Akers. is just some fucking nobody that, like, is He's just kind of like, bro, like, you bro, gotta do dude, something. bro, 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 oh, bro. Oh, it happened again. And, and at Mark's like, Mark looks at him, he's like, huh, well, I'm gonna I mean, kill you now. He says, because... please help me. And Mark, yeah, there's that moment where it shows Mark just kind like of contemplate. Of Mark, like, you know what? The right thing to do is to kill you. And he starts to strangle this guy. And luckily, the Guardians come mm-hmm. and stop him. Because this is the time where Invincible's, you know, he's in one of his stages where he's debating on whether or not, you know, the differences between being a hero and just kind of doing what you want. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is like, or what's remember quote, Oliver quote, right. telling him, like, what are you doing? Kill Angstrom. Yeah. Like... And then for Conquest to go on to do what he does. Like, he's all about, like, just putting it into it. Um, he talks to Eve about how he contemplated killing him. Um, and then we don't see him again till issue 79. Uh, and in 79, it shows David sitting at Stronghold Penitentiary, which is interesting. He's not at uh, the Pentagon. 
I feel like later on in the series, he's in the Pentagon, but right now they just have him at Stronghold. He's chained and he's pissed off because they're not giving him a TV, mm-hmm. nothing to do. And he's just bored. And he's like, seriously, guys, you can't treat me this way. He's, you know what? Fine. Whatever. I don't even care. And he says, you know what? I think I figured out what makes me turn into Dinosaurus. And he busts out of there. And then Dinosaurus says, finally. It's it's when he reaches the end or not the... Indifference? What is indifference. Yeah, indifference. He's like, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which oh, leads man. to one of the coolest Issue covers fucking 80 in the cover. series. Issue 80. Dinosaurus, a character that was in a year, almost a year ago, probably a year ago. Well, what was the first issue? 68. 68. And it's... 80. So... That's a year. That's a year. Yeah. A year ago, one who, year. Was, who was in three, four pages, maybe? Total, yeah. Maybe four pages? Yeah. Has now an entire issue based on his fucking plan. Yep. So he... Uh, Mark and Eve are talking, but Eve gets a call at you know because this is when she's doing the invincible ink services and um she says that there's some big red guy tearing up the whole city mark flies over there um and it's las vegas and dinosaurs is screaming destroying everything telling everybody to run for their lives and um yeah mark starts beating him up uh dinosaur says that um the city is an abomination on earth mm -hmm. it was never meant to be there uh, a man, a man-made oasis in the middle of a naturally formed desert. Mm-hmm. This city is a drain on natural resources of epic proportion. Um, you may try to to fight me, but deep down, you know I'm right. Um, and he says it's too late, my bomb. And Mark's like, "Oh, your bomb!" And then he zips away, comes back, and he's like, "Oh, you mean this bomb?" And um, he's like, "What do you mean? That I, I expected you to find that one. That was redundant." Uh, there's, there's a lot more. It takes at least 50 to level a city. Um, I've devised these bombs. My, I, I, yeah, devised these bombs myself. They'll vaporize everything. They're really quite powerful. The whole area will be a sheet of glass. And, um, Mark He's, says, how much time do we have? And they're like, no, uh, dinosaurs was like, well, I was hoping to get away, but I guess not. You'll probably survive. I don't know if I will. And then the thing about dinosaurs, yeah, and then the whole fucking city is vaporized. So the thing about this is, dinosaurus does not necessarily want to kill anybody. Yeah, he was like trying his, to warn people. His goal was to just blow up the city and and turn it into a sheet of glass to then have. Like obviously, the the city itself was draining natural resources, like he talked about. And this creates natural energy, like, because they turn it into um, solar panels, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when Mark realizes that it was right. But the thing that I like about this is Dinosaurus, he's literally trying not to hurt anybody. Yeah. I mean, he knows there's going to be deaths. Yeah, but, but he's, he's, he, he, he gave people, and he's we, like, run, get out. As like, we know from his future actions, a few deaths don't bother him because there's an overpopulation problem anyways. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he, flooding, probably, yeah. he probably factors that in mm-hmm. to the Las Vegas thing, and he's trying to, like save as many as possible but um so then in issue 81 uh mark is you know watching the news and there's a news report talking about how um it has like vegas is now a sheet of glass um and that uh invincible was on the scene and that a a villain known as uh, dinosaurs caused it um we also get a panel which is a walking dead yeah we got rick and shane yeah 
they find uh, his space underwear. Because it says, where, where is it at? George, it's in Georgia, right? King County. Yep. King County, Georgia. Um, and you see David hiding behind a tree, naked. So he was launched from Vegas to Georgia, right? Yep. Um, Why wasn't Mark? I don't know. I don't... Is I, Mark denser? <laughs> oh, no, I see. Yeah, the, the little cabin in the back shows, like, oh, yeah. where he landed. Yeah. Well, up here. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. like, a little bit of a crater. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why Mark wasn't. <laughs> I guess it doesn't really matter. Maybe, Maybe he jumped. Denser. Yeah, could be. Um, And Mark contemplates whether or not he's doing the right thing. Is he this said, FCO? No, this is a. Uh, who, who is this? Because the coloring this is in different, here, right? I think yeah, it's, it's Nikos Kotsis. It's very bright. Yeah, and he he only does like a few issues. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this is when Mark is uh, unsure whether or not he is doing uh, doing something real, um, like it, like if he's making a difference. Um, yeah. Because Dinosaurs actually is. Mm -hmm. Like, Mark is just stopping bad guys, but Dinosaurs is making change. Mm -hmm. And then in issue 84, a few issues later, um, Mark goes and visits the solar panel set up uh, at at, you know, in Las Vegas. And it's cool because we actually see D.A. Sinclair. We see the, the other guy that he's got working there now. He was the guy that invented the gravitator gun. Gravitator. Yeah. Oh, that Mark Mark actually was like, I like stopped doing this. He was robbing someone, right? He, like he, he went like, to rob someone for his engagement ring, I think. Right. And then he uh he said, You can't do this. And the guy's like, Oh, okay. And then he ended up selling the weapon to another guy who ended up trying to rob the bank. And he went back to the guy, he's like, dude, what the hell? You just mm-hmm. turned around and sold it to someone else. Um and instead of turning him in, he brought him to Cecil. So he actually helped invent the solar panels. Um, and Mark is seeing this. They're talking about how how much good it's doing and how much work it's supplying, how much free energy it's creating. Um, and there's this huge two-page spread where Mark like whispers to himself, Dinosaurus was right. And uh, Mark goes back and has this conversation with Eve about how he's going to do something and he can't tell her what, but it's going to seem crazy and you know you got to trust me and she kind of gives him her permission in a way um and then uh oh here it is bill the pentagon mark shows up to break david what was his last name anders anders yeah goes to break david anders out well so in the pentagon he has he's eating chinese food he's got a tv and he's sitting in a recliner chair he's not at all restricted no, they're keeping like, him fully entertained. Yeah, fully entertained. And he says, I'm here to break you out. And he said, why would I Why would I uh, leave? I'm completely safe here, man. And he's like, "Well, more importantly, that's what they want you to think. He's watching Spaced. And yeah. I don't remember ever talking about this. I remember th- I remember knowing that it was Nick Frost on the TV. And I remember him willing, I wearing remember, that military... I feel like I dark. remember us talking about Spaced. I kind of do, too. I don't. But I have, I have the, terrible so at this memory. Point, we knew that Simon Pegg was was a friend of Robert Kirkman's when we were reading this like live time when when we were getting it issue to issue. Mm-hmm. I, th- I I feel like I remember talking about Maybe. this. 
We might talk. I mean, that was years ago when we, we read we, this issue. We, yeah, but we didn't do this issue live on the podcast. Did no, we? no, 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 no. no. Just we never, talk we never it. talked about it on the podcast ever. But I think the three of us talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I would remember something crazy like that. Um, so oh, yeah. I love this. Mark goes to break him out. And he's like, I'm totally safe here. And that's what they want you to think. I'm here to bring you out, bring, bring out your dinosaurs form. Uh, he's like, what, do I have to make you mad or something? And he's like, no, it's interference. He's like, indifference. And he's like, what? You know, not caring. And Mark's like, you mean indifference? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's like, you got to get me to not care about something uh, before they get in here. Which, so this was weird to me. Why is he okay with this? Because last we knew, he didn't like dinosaurs. He hated turning into that monster. Yeah, but I think it's it's the idea of being free, of not being... Held captive? Held captive But he anymore. doesn't feel like he's being held captive, so why would he want to leave? Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't, I don't think that really makes too much sense. I don't know. Um, so Mark begins to tell him the story of how he got his superpowers in extreme, excruciatingly long detail, and it bores him. And he turns into Dinosaurus. With a really cool pose, too. Yeah, him him standing there next to Mark in all of his Dinosaurus glory looks so badass. Mm-hmm. And Mark explains to him that you've killed people. This isn't, you know, you, you have good intentions, but I believe you're going about it the wrong way. I think to get we can work together to do it better, basically. <clears throat> Cecil freaks out. This is still, like, peak... Cecil versus Mark. They're mm-hmm. still at each other's throats. They still don't get along. Um, he sends the reanimated Invincible Invincimen. Mm. Uh, they fight him off. They escape. Um, Cecil's pissed. And that issue ends, and this is actually the end of a volume too, with uh, Mark at Dinosaurus's base, which is a secret undisclosed location. And he's like, you ready to save the world? He says, let's save the world. And Dinosaurus is wearing a fucking cape. Cape. It's so, so cool. awesome. <clears throat> then issue 87, it starts with Omnipotus destroying all the Guardians. And uh, Mark and Dinosaurus show up to save them. This should be like an iconic Look cover. at that cover. That, Isn't that, that is awesome? So that page. Awesome. Yeah. Like there's these cannons shooting up in the air and Mark is doing the carry. To, it looks like it reminds me of the first appearance, like the cover of uh, the first Spider-Man, fantastic, you know, <laughs> or the first, the cover of the first Batman, where he's like kind of in the air, yeah. flying, you know what I mean? Like, it looks like that kind of iconic Imagine if they kept, pose. if they, and, and they did, and, and not to say that they didn't make Dinosaurus a main fucking character, because he well, obviously is, because but could he you imagine is one if, of the main villains, I feel like, but he has the least amount of issues like he is the not smallest. really he no, has he way really more does. he we've already talked first, about him no, more but, than battle beast no but listen what was I, his first issue his, the one that like 80, his very first 68 68 his last three issue pages. his last issue is issue 100 that's that's how many fucking was, years how long was instrument conquest At total how, how wait from At, from first issue to last issue that's not fair though that's like number of comics but if you That's actually list the amount of comics that he was in or pages he was in dinosaurs was absolutely in way more than conquest I disagree well conquest had like four whole issues just yeah. on him but in terms of time that was one moment dinosaurs has been in it over the course of fucking years mm, i don't know the way we're, we're going through these like 
the Viltrumite War happened during these. You notice he changed his costumes. Like these are actually right. snippets. That, but it's over the course of a like dinosaurs has had more impact on the Invincible Universe than Conquest has. Prove me wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Conquest had one giant fight with Mark, mm-hmm. and then another fight with Mark. Okay, you and know Nolan. what? You know what? That's it. Two you know fights. What? No, hold on. A greater impact on the Invincible Universe. Conquest fucking might, des- might, like leveled. I, that's what Mark I'm getting at. Or, or the Invincible Universe. I think universe. That, that that's where I think we're at. What? I think dinosaurs had a greater impact on the Invincible Universe. And Why? what TJ and I How? are saying, what, that's what you said. No. You're I'm the sorry, one that dinosaurs. said that. Had a greater said, impact on the Invincible Universe. Oh, Conquest. you mean... But Conquest. Conquest had a more more of an impact on Invincible. How? Mark literally was part of murdering thousands of people. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Yeah. The flooding? You're telling me that... You're telling me that, that Conquest somehow had a bigger impact on Mark personally than him literally questioning how he would be a hero and working with fucking dinosaurs, you're out of your fucking mind. He was questioning that before dinosaurs came along. Dinosaurs triggered it, though. No, he did. Yes, he did. He was, yeah, sure. He was the first w- person to come along that Mark was like, yeah, I think I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm sorry. But it could have been fucking anybody. No, I'm, not ta- I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about him saying, let's work together because you're right in some of these ways. Shit, Bill. All right, I, all right. I think you, you've convinced me. You've convinced me. 1,000%. In terms of character building, like, the reason why Mark said being a hero is bullshit is more impact... More in line with... Was more in line with his relationship with dinosaurs than fucking Conquest. Conquest was just a bad guy that he punched. (laughs) I'm sorry to simplify Conquest. It was badass, but... This is why I like Dinosaurus. No, you're, you're making very strong points. I, you're making very strong points. TJ, you have anything to say? Conquest is... What, Dinosaurus is one of the most boring characters in this book. You're, you're just being indifferent. I never liked Dinosaurus. <laughs> turns into Dinosaurus. I never, I never liked Dinosaurus. <laughs> you don't like Dinosaurus? I think he's boring. Even to, what? I think he's boring. Oh, he's a, he's a, I think he's corny. I will he's say, a, he's I will a say fucking this. dinosaur. Listen, I know people are like raving at me right now because I know that he's a, a he is a very big character to a lot of people a lot of people are excited that we're doing this episode but i i never liked him all right I all right really so let's I feel change like I'm in between the two of you because honestly i while reading this series issue issue month to month it, dinosaurs didn't have the impact that some of the other villains did conquest was exciting and crazy mm-hmm. and cool mm-hmm. angstrom was fun and crazy and like like it didn't have the impact for me dinosaurs is more of like Oh, this is smart. Okay, I get what he's doing. I got it. Was it. a little bit of that. I got it. I got it. Looking at it big picture, and we're still only halfway through his story, I'm appreciating it more upon revisiting. Go ahead. I got it. Dinosaurus had a bigger impact than Conquest on the Invincible Universe. And, and on Mark. And, and on Mark. But Conquest had a bigger... Uh, impact... On your heart? On, no. On, in, <laughs> on, the, on the title... Of Invincible on the comic book itself. What's your favorite story arc? Conquest. What's your favorite story arc? Conquest. What's your favorite story arc? Always fucking Conquest. To the point where we'll even say, let's not even include Conquest in that question because it's an ob- it's obvious. But I mean, no one talks about fucking dinosaurs. Not anybody. But now I do. No one does. <laughs> I, I don't even think you brought it up when we when we talked in the past about your favorite story arcs. You didn't even bring that one up. Yes, I did. They'll usually will say Battle Beast or Dinosaurus. Absolutely. They'll say one of the two. Here's we're talking about favorite characters. Here's maybe, what's not yeah. fair. Conquest, in my opinion, 
and I'm gonna fucking get yelled at for this, I'm sure, is not a story arc. He is not a story arc. He is an action set piece two times in this comic book, and he's just a gigantic fight. Fucking Dinosaurus is a story arc because it changes who Mark is. <laughs> I love this so much. We're 70 episodes in, and we got, like, the first real hot take. <laughs> I, but, I mean, you, you can't tell me that I'm wrong. I'm And, and here's the thing about Dinosaurus being quote-unquote boring, TJ, is that... Yeah, he's a slow burn because he's in the comic for a very long time in terms of time. No, he's not. Yes, he is. And how amazing, Ryan and TJ, how fucking amazing was it when Dinosaurus had a heartfelt moment and saved fucking Mark out of, uh, off of the Viltrumite no, movie no. well, We're getting there. We're getting there. All right, let's move on. Dinosaurus bites Omnipotus's head he off. Saves, he <laughs> saves... <laughs> He saves the Guardians. TJ, he saves the Guardians of the globe. I love this. I love this page. So what? Who fucking cares? He just bites his head off and the rip. he bites it. It explodes and he rips it off. And it creates so like badass. a fucking atomic blast. Uh, this is one of my favorite ever images of Rexplode. It's that, uh, it's that Iron Man pose. Mm-hmm. I love that helmet. I love that helmet so much. I miss that helmet. So, he got away from so it. So the Guardians best, best tiger want in the background. to... Yeah. Arrest him because arrest right at this point, Dinosaurus and Mark, and Mark is it's... like we just fucking saved you and then and then flies as as you're as still quickly, a fugitive you're still as, a fugitive as quickly as he flew in to fucking save them he flies back out mm-hmm. like he literally did not have to help them no Mark goes back to the house Eve is pissed because she's like what do you think you're doing you're working with this villain do you remember um, uh, Vegas blah blah blah. Uh, I think it's right here where Mark even says, um, uh, this is, this is like Africa. He literally says the words Africa and he compares what he's doing to what Eve was doing in Africa. Uh, uh, conquest. Cecil shows up. He was listening the whole time. Um, Yeah. What else? I think... Skip the dinosaur. Uh, then we got issue 89. It shows um, uh, Dinosaurus fighting... Alan. Alan. This is... Okay, okay. So in between these issues, Mark got sick. Mm-hmm. He was sprayed with the Scourge virus. Uh, we haven't seen Dinosaurus. He's been at his lair. He's been off doing something. <clears throat> now, all of a sudden, a few issues later, we see that he's fighting Alan. Um... And uh, Dinosaurus says that, oh, we're evenly matched. Alan says, actually, I've been restraining myself quite a bit for this entire time. I have no intention of hurting you. I'm, I'm friends with I'm Invincible. Friends with Invincible. Uh, Cause Dinosaurus is a little bitch. And uh, Alan says, you have to come with me. You know, brings him to the Viltrumite ship where uh, Invincible is being held. Um, all the Guardians are there. They're pissed. They want to try and arrest him still. Um, Dinosaurus convinces Thrag to help uh with the because he's brilliant he's so super intelligent you you know i I, i'll be able to help with the cure with curing mark yeah Mm -hmm. that's right the scourge yep so they go to give him a lab and i just love this page at the end of issue 89 with this these four panels of dinosaurs working at this time bulletproof is invincible thrag is looking at the skull because at this point thrag has found out or is about to find out that um Mark is the heir of Argyll, and Mark is unconscious. Issue 90. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back to this cover. Damn. 
That's a cool fucking cover. Isn't it? Yeah. Issue 90? There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. You got Walking Dread. Um, <clears throat> issue 90, here we go. You ready for this? Thrag has found out that... Oh, not quite. Uh, Dinosaur says that... I'm sad. I'm already sad. I don't yeah. want to read it. I don't want to read it. <laughs> uh, Dinosaur asks to speak to the scientist in charge. Thrag says, uh, he's unavailable. Sorry, you can't. Because he just killed him. Thrag killed that scientist uh, after that scientist revealed that he was the heir of Argyll. Mm-hmm. Um, Thrag walks up to Mark and says, maybe they'll believe that the scourge virus took you um i'll i'll sacrifice even if they find out that even if they find out i killed you i don't care about earth maybe this is worth you know just doing it just doing it because at the time they're living on earth and they have like a peace agreement Mm -hmm. so he puts his hand on mark's throat to kill him and out out of the room you hear what are you and dinosaurus slashes at thrag breaking off his two fingertips fingertips like his nails his claws does no damage to thrag at all no it just tears his shirt um and i love how the, the way thrag talks in this issue he's like uh, I, I suspect you it wasn't until now that you realized how foolish a course of action that was um yeah uh dinosaur says that uh you've given me complete access to your ship i've learned everything um, he said that I've planted explosives all over mm-hmm. your ship. This is the last vestige of the, your empire. I'm sure there's important things you have on this ship. Uh, as my heart rate goes up, different explosions yeah. will go off on the ship. And Thrag's like, you expect me to believe it? And it actually starts to happen. <clears throat> uh, Dinosaurus keeps keeps bombarding him with questions, saying, you know, you were so desperate to help him. What changed? Um, what did you discover? And um, they they start going at it. Thrag is wondering whether or not if he makes his heart stop, he'll the explosions will stop. Right. And he says, well, let's find out. I don't want... And then more explosions go off on the ship. As he's beating him up. And he Thrag goes to walk away to attend to the explosions. And from behind Thrag, you see Dinosaurus outstretched. Lunge at him. And all of 2,000 of his teeth just break. That's one of the coolest images in Invincible. He, Dinosaurus, in an effort to save Mark, breaks every single tooth in his mouth. He did not expect that to happen, though. He, his fingers broke when he slashed at him. He didn't, he tried. Why would he do that? Like, I think he expected. How did that save Mark, Bill? Explain that to me. Okay, he. He did that on purpose. Dinosaurus is really strong. He thought that maybe his teeth would be stronger than his claws. Absolutely. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying that. He didn't do it in an effort. But I'm saying that he knows that Thrag is. Yeah, he's trying to protect Mark. Insanely. He's trying to protect Mark. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I get that. So, yeah. So now he's muttering. And then, and then Thrag takes his bottom and top jaw. And well, 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 well okay. So, apart. so what first? What, so Thrag says, unscathed. The only blood on him is Dinosaurus's blood from his mouth mm-hmm. breaking. Surely you expected that, or that to result in a far different outcome. And Dinosaurus, the way that they wrote the bubbles is like imagine him not being able to say it. Um. Explosion only yeah, like the burger. Expl- explosion only the burger. And I think I've heard enough from you. Thrag takes his mouth and just opens it 
in oh in a he takes both ends and makes it yeah. makes it horizontal like ugh. yeah and cra- and crack um so uh thrag says i'll let you bleed out um i don't want you to i don't want your heart to stop because i see now that that'll cause more damage mm-hmm. i'll deal with you soon enough thrag goes to deal with the explosions dinosaurus grabs mark's body and finds his way out off the ship in a shuttle and crashes it into the the his headquarters base his lair where mark who has been unconscious for several issues now wakes, wakes up, up and, and sees finds dinosaurus laying there to bloody. the fucking the fucking person who saved his life thrag what i just want this to truly impact you guys okay thrag was literally going to kill mark mark would have died <laughs> if it wasn't for if dinosaurs. it was not for dinosaurus stopping him you Ta- act like dinosaurus is the only person throughout the entire 144 issues of invincible that ever saved mark from dying tell me another person who saved mark omni man when I, I i can probably the look last issue the, the, last, the last trade paper <laughs> no. we watched. the viltrumite war no. or not the, the viltrumite no. uh, uh eve yeah viltrumite war I, I, I no, can probably, like, know. just open up to <laughs> a random page and put my finger down on a page. Mark would still know. <clears throat> Issue 91, another cool cover, another dinosaur. I'm sorry, cover. has Conquest ever tried to save Mark? No, but has you know what? Has any other villain tried to save but Mark? But you know what? Conquest at least put up a fucking fight. Dinosaur's a little bitch. Never stood a chance against a Viltrumite. You know what? Uh, yeah, he did, because he thought... A million steps in advance to place all these bombs over there to go off. It's not just one bomb. Like, if you kill me, one bomb will blow up. Like, he thought this out knowing that he would not be able to beat Thrag. And Invincible sat there buck-ass naked in the middle of Las Vegas. Dinosaurs ain't shit. Moving on. Issue 91. Uh, Eve is searching for Mark. She goes to Thrag to ask where he is. This is when she has her awesome battle armor on and swords. Uh cut to mark where david is in his human form um and he's talking to mark and mark's saying i thought you died but you 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 turned back into your human form and david's like am i doing bad stuff again you know uh and mark explains to him like i don't think you're evil i think you are just pure intelligence you're not pure evil you're pure intelligence and that you know you're you don't have the human element which is which compassion is compassion yeah and, yeah which so in this, this is straight up like his healing ability is the astounding wolfman it's kind of that yeah you, which someone had mentioned in twitter very i think ben from nerd chatting said that he Oi. thinks it's uh Oi. cut back to eve she's gathering people she's got oliver she's got alan she's got uh she gets zandal um and meanwhile mark is trying to get david to turn back into um uh, a into dinosaurs and he starts trying to tell him about like the production order of a comic book and how they're made but it doesn't work um and eventually david's just like hey whatever man i'm just gonna enjoy it um i hope he never comes back i don't care and that's what finally triggers it he mm-hmm. changes um yeah it said that uh dinosaur says that his form is built anew each time i transform and he starts freaking out, like, are they here? Have they come for us? And he tells him that he saved his life, that Thrag was going to kill him. He doesn't know why, which is interesting. Um, and Zandal flies in. Uh, Eve shows up. They have a little bit of a reunion because previously she thought he was about to die. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan shows up. 
Oliver shows up. They're all fighting. Dinosaurus thinks that these are Viltrumite agents, that they're minions and they're worthless. Oliver and Xandor think that, you know, we have to destroy this monster. Um, Alan's uh, fighting back. Mark's screaming, trying to get them all to stop. And Mark punches the back of Alan's head. And that's when he, his arm shatters because he doesn't have complete oh my God. powers built yet. I never really noticed. His, his shoulder his bone. Shoulder his bone. collarbone Fuck. is like popping uh, out. I never noticed that part. I always see his, his hand. All right. Cut now to 92. Uh, Mark's healing up. Um, I think they say that... Um, uh, Dinosaurus said he read that uh, it was very rare for this to be permanent. Uh, Cecil says um, something. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but then, not till '96, do we have um, Mark talking to Eve, and Eve says, um, "Still got that cast on his arm too. Yeah, that metal arm. He remember he he was without he powers, no powers for a while." Yeah. Uh, Mark tells Eve, I've got to check in on Dinosaurus. I've been away too long. It really concerns me. And you see a, uh, a full page spread and it says, I've got, I've got no idea what he could be working on. And there's an image of earth and he's, uh, working on some sort of machine. You can't tell what it is. Dinosaurus and Mark were the perfect match for one another. Yeah. Like, Mark was, it, it was able, it, in Mark's head, he was able to control or help Dinosaurus, like, not kill everybody mm-hmm. whilst still making the world a better place. What's funny is, it's almost like, this is, remember when Oliver was a thing? When he was little Oliver? And we were like, he has no compassion. He has no human emotion. Like, he doesn't care about people. And Mark even compared Dinosaurus to Oliver when he was talking to David. Um... And we always thought Oliver would grow up to be a villain because of that. Mm-hmm. Is this kind of what it would have been like? Yeah. Is this kind of those two views opposing? Sure. Uh, next up death is of everyone. the death of everyone, starting with issue 98. Um, Mark you goes to see... Dinosaurs in his badass dinosaur. cape again. <laughs> yep. Um, dinosaur says, it's good to see you. Um and he says that maybe things could have been different if we were to work together to solve these problems. You know, Mark says, well, what are you talking about? What have you done? Dinosaur says, there's, there's no time. Uh, I had to act. You believe I, I, we were only days away. Uh, Dinosaur says, we, we've reached a tipping point. I don't know how I didn't see it coming sooner. I've done the math. I've gotten it down to the minute. Um, he had to do something. There was no other way I had to act. And Mark's like, what did you do? And Dinosaur's only what I had, only what had to be done. Dinosaur says millions must be, millions must die in order for billions to survive. Mark attacks him, says where? Dinosaur tells him Los Angeles. Mark flies away. Dinosaur says, you're too late. I'm truly sorry it had to come to this, my friend. As he walks away into a back room, where there is a tank with a body in it, which I did not notice the first time reading. I didn't notice that either. He knew. He knew. Why else would he have cloned Mark? Yeah, like, there's another thing, too, that gives a hint before issue 100 of what his plans were. That's That's the first one. Crazy. Uh, Mark shows up in Las Vegas. He's talking to Cecil. Cecil's pissed. He's like, you serious? I trusted you with this, and you're... um, 
so he tries to get the guardians to help they're flying around they're trying to find these bombs they think they're bombs they're they're looking at them dinosaurs pops through a one of the teleporting doorways and says um you know they start talking about it saving billions blah blah, blah. um you know deep down you know i'm right um you're smart very smart you know uh but apparently and much to my hey, disappointment the girl oh yeah japan droid yeah uh, he said, uh, this has all just been a distraction. Mark says a distraction from what? And, uh, because these were, these machines weren't bombs. They were just causing an earthquake. Mm-hmm. But what really was happening was explosions on, um, it's like Greenland, mm-hmm. uh, up above Canada. And it shatters all these, uh, ice caps and sections. Creates gigantic tsunamis. Yep. Mark flies him up into the air and says, you're killing everyone. Issue 99. Every page is a splash page. A splash, Do you remember page. this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always bring this up as one of my favorite issues. It's crazy. Oh, that's weird. Dinosaurs. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Because another, every page is a splash page. Hmm, another insane cover. Um, so, yeah. Dinosaurs is flooding everything. Um, he's saying that uh, it's just a, uh, just a significant population of uh, of the world and then uh our civilization can turn around and endure the waters will only kill thousands not millions but they'll drive people from the coastal cities um the population centers of the world uh it'll change the world for the better isn't this what we were working towards uh they fight a lot uh everything was a full oh yeah every page is a full splash page Mm mm-hmm Oh, wow. That's awesome. Wow. Yep. Wow. 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 Uh, so, yeah. They keep fighting. They're yelling at each other. Marco says, I was stupid to ever trust you. You were brilliant. You you had good ideas. Um, I thought we could save the world together. and stu- Instead, you're just making me your accomplice and destroying it. For the sake of humanity, you have to die. Um, at one point, Mark says that, you know, I'm stronger than you. I will. Like, it's only a matter of time. You're, you're going to die. And as this building crumbles and they're underneath it, before the building crumbles, you see a teleporter. a teleporter door open up. Why? Because after the building Invincible's crumbles. Coming in. The clone. Yep. Invincible. Uh, the building cr- crumbles. The issue ends with dinosaurs taking Mark by the head and saying... You know, you've left me no choice. You have to die. With his hands on Mark's head, squeezing it. With his eye about to pop out. Mm -hmm. Issue 100. With the crazy variant cover of dinosaurs attacking Mark with all the bodies. Oh, look at all those variants. Yep. Go to the the previous one? That's cool. That's in foil, too. That one's not in foil. That's in foil? No, it's not. The only one that's in foil is the chromium. I could have sworn that one was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, issue 100 opens with dinosaurs. I remember reading that. I I could not have guessed that it was going to, the first page is going to be that when the last, when the last one ends off, the way the last one ends, you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. someone's going to stop him. Right. Really? Something's going to happen. Oh yeah. I remember thinking that because that's the way the last one ends, they're all about shock value. Issue 100. What, what crazier than smash? Then Mark's face getting, which is what it is. Um, he rips Mark's body in half. This is televised live. Everybody reacts. Mark says, wait, what? Where am I? And he wakes up in this... God, that looks good in the 
in the hardcover. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Mark is in this like black void and he's yelling. He can't see anything, only himself. But then he hears a voice. It's Dinosaurus telling him that uh, I learned a lot on the Viltrumite ship. I know about a certain frequency that will make you immobile, but you're still awake in your consciousness, basically, and I could talk to you. And um, he says that, hey, uh, I, I swapped out a clone. I created a clone of you because I took samples while you were on the Viltrumite ship. Um, I, that's the one that I ripped in half. And I saved you so that you can help me now. You know, like you're free. You have no obligations. You have no reservations. There's no reason why you can't just help me now. And Mark freaks out on him saying that, you know, you killed people. You, were, you killed people. You didn't give them a chance to make things better. All you did was delay the inevitable. It's still going to happen. We, we didn't learn from our mistakes. You know what I mean? Like just, you just delayed it. And that's kind of what ultimately gets to Dinosaurus. And he realizes that, um, that he was mistaken, that maybe he should have done something different. He still thinks he did the right thing and that he thinks that it will, it will be for the better. Things will get better because of it. And, um, and uh, that Mark has to kill him. Yeah, yeah this is look wrong. At the look on dinosaurs. I know face. it was wrong, but flooding those cities did accomplish something. Some good will come of it. That will stand as my final act. I know that if I continue, if I try to fix things, improve things somehow, I'll only get sidetracked on something else monstrous that I'll believe is right. No, the cycle has to end now. It should have ended in Las Vegas. I should never. You should never have. You have to kill me. So, and I love that you don't see it. I think that it is so respectful. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, like, why do you need to see something so morbid mm -hmm. as that? Mark, do you think that Dinosaurus was Mark's friend? That Mark considered Dinosaurus a friend or, like, uh, a means to help I think, somehow? I think, if anything, he considered him a loose teammate. Like, I don't know about a friend. You don't think that he cared about Dinosaurus at all? Not like that. Why would really. he? They never shared anything personal. Dinosaurus saved his life, and he even said that it's good to see you. Like, why would it yeah, be good okay. to see yeah. you? Um, How hard do you think it was for Mark to do that? Like, he's covered in blood. He walked out, and he was dripping and, and blood. And, like, he's not able to defeat him. Like, he, he and, put up in, in 99, or in issue one, no, in issue 99, like, he wasn't able to stop him. Like, he was stronger than him. How do you think that, how do you think I that, guess maybe if he let him... <laughs> Could you imagine dinosaurs just sitting there and taking a beating until he died? And mm -hmm. we saw, we see his dead carcass. Like, oh yeah. So um, Cecil shows up, says he's worked with villains before. Um, he said that there. He gives a number. Um, last count heard was eight hundred thousand. Should cross a million before it's all done. Could have been a lot worse. Um, with the death toll. With the death toll, and. Uh, and then the last time we see him is in 101 when Mark goes to the Pentagon. He asks to see the body because he marked the uh, the vertebrae. I marked his sixth vertebrae with my thumb. I didn't want to you to do the same thing you did with Conquest. He is ripped open and torn apart. Mm -hmm. Like his jaw is ripped open. Like what a so, fucking terrible terrible way to die yep so before i get into a couple questions after you guys let's read um a couple emails uh or here first up is a twitter reaction 
So, uh, one from Mitch Krasen, who has been super excited for this episode yeah, and has been wanting us to do it for so long. He's such a fan of Dinosaurus, too. He says, Dinosaurus is the best villain. From his arc where he killed Invincible to his consistently logical yet flawed way of thought about everything. I adored the character and was super sad to see him go out. So pumped for this episode. Uh, Nerds Chatting, uh, over at the Nerds Chatting podcast, uh, says... Dinosaurus is one of the greatest villains in Invincible. I love that he just wants to help people, and he gets and gets uh, and he has no filter when he's doing it. His powers remind me of Astounding Wolfman's in that there he can be injured, change back and back again. Uh, I am so hyped that we're going to see his character on screen someday. A diabolical genius that rivals Robot when it comes to levels of intellect. Imagine what it could but could have been done with him if Cecil had controlled his impulses. Can't wait for your episode. Uh, and then we've got an email from. Luke, <clears throat> this is Luke Lizald. Um, he says, hey guys, I meant to write in for the relationships episode, but did not. I wanted to say how much I love the way Kirkman takes us there and then pulls us back. For example, when Mark and Amber visit Eve in Africa, Mark and Eve are on the roof and you just want them to kiss, but Amber walks out and ruins the moment. This is one thing that makes Invincible great, the relationship drama. And we'll get, we'll get some of that shortly. Uh, but getting to this month's episode about dinosaurs... Sometimes I wondered, was a dinosaur necessary or was it appealing to kids or the kid in all of us? I know Ryan loved drawing him. I did enjoy his scientific approach to things. He looked at what was better for the majority, even if it meant sacrificing all of Las Vegas. The fact Invincible came around to work with him says something. I had another thought. Have you heard the song Unstoppable by Sia? Much like Black Sabbath's Iron Man for the movie Iron Man, Unstoppable could be the same for the Invincible movie. I actually don't think I've heard that. I will have to check it out. I actually started saving songs and a playlist on my Spotify of things I was like, this could work in Invincible. Mm. Just like, like obviously. The show or the movie? Neither though. You know what I mean? Like they're cliche. Like you wouldn't want songs that have the word Invincible over and over and over. Like uh, Luke finishes out. One final note. One of the most underrated characters Invincible, but my favorite is Shapesmith. I would have loved to see more about him. Best Luke. Shapesmith is awesome, and he had a lot. I don't know if you read it, Luke. Uh, he had a lot to do in guarding the globe guarding and the invisible yep. universe. Um, so, um, let's see. Was Mark to blame for what happened at the end of '99? Or yeah, in '99 when dinosaurs floods everything and. Cecil is telling him at the end of issue 100 like it's a million lives lost I've worked with villains before you know this is partly on you like no. do you I don't think it, uh, not really not, like, no, I, and- I think he had I think there I understand kind of where Cecil's coming from because like as a hero he needs to be careful who he trusts mm-hmm. but I think anybody would have made that mistake he trusted the wrong person that's uh, all it was no 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 it's no, it's no, 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 no. No, it's not. It's no, 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 no. That's what I just did. No, 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 no. Oh my god. Anyways, anyways, it is not Mark's fault. In fact, Mark's. You said that like a like a preacher. It is not Mark's fault. In fact, it was Mark's role in Dinosaurus's like whole scheme or life, if you will, to steer him away from doing things that would hurt people. Mm-hmm. And Mark got hurt trying to defend Dinosaurus. And in that 
him getting hurt, he wasn't able to go because he lost his powers. Remember, he mm-hmm. was like, oh, I should go see what Dinosaurus is doing. Like, he, he wanted to, to, like, make sure he was there. Mm-hmm. And Dinosaurus, left unchecked, did what he did. It's not mm-hmm. Mark's... Had Mark been able to, to be there, he Dinosaurus would still be alive. And he would not have done what he did. Yeah. Because Mark... Dinosaurus respected Mark enough Mark to listen to element. him. Exactly. Exactly right. Hmm. Um, was David Anders innocent? Yes. Yes. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so, he's, he's dead. So Mark killed that guy. Right, also. Yeah. And did it have to be a dinosaur? I, I said this in the beginning, that it plays this trope. Like, he's a ridiculous fucking character. When he's mm-hmm. introduced... He's just a dinosaur fighting Mark. Mm-hmm. And he didn't cause any destruction. He's just kind of there. And then he turns out to be this super, like, maybe the most complex character in Invincible. Yeah. Like, One seriously, when you think about his story arc from beginning to end and everything that he did for and against Mark, he is one of the most complex characters. And he is to, who who wrote in this email? Who was this? Luke. Luke? Mm-hmm. A fucking dinosaur. Yeah. Um, and then finally, before we wrap up Dinosaurus, um, and before, and I don't want to get too much into it, but what do you want to see as far as the animated series and the movie, as far as Dinosaurus goes? I want him to not sound like a fucking lizard. If someone is voice cast of him and talks like this, like he's, I'm going to be really mad. Uh, It has to be. I don't don't think he would be a lizard. What do you think it's going to be? Very deep. Yeah. It's more like bellowing. But not like ooh, like I have no. a. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. That's too mischievous. That's, that's Lizard League. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I mean, I. I don't know why you would think that uh, a dinosaur would sound lispy. Like 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 a snake. Like the snake from <laughs> fucking Jungle Book or something like that. Oh, I, think I don't of, know. I just... uh, Jafar. Oh, yeah. Snake am I? Oh, Let's see how yeah. snake like I can be. be. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, do you want to see him in the movie? Yes. No. You think that he can't be in the movie? He's not needed. Right now. What? I don't need him. All right. As far as, again, this is He's our, the one. Here's the he thing, He is why Mark Let me put it doubts being a hero. Let me put it this way, Bill. If the movies are four movies, the live action movies, if they're four movies, I want dinosaurs to be in it. If the live action movies are three movies, I don't think we could. I don't think. That is ridiculous. I'm sorry. That I, is ridiculous. Three movies, I see Angstrom. Conquest. Okay, so who's no, uh, so, so so Mark? Does Mark get the scourge virus? No. He, you think all that's going to be left out in the movie? Yep. I do too. Because oh, because you might be right. because why? Use it on everybody. Why? Yeah, like no, it's just no. And the scur- if you have the to cut virus it down, is not a loaded gun that comes back later. Yeah, you're right. If you have to cut it down, sorry. Animated series. Mm. God, I can't wait. I want thre- I want dinosaurs in the animated series. Definitely. Oh my god, him versus Thrag. Oh. And with how much time we get, even with TJ's timeline, I feel like he could be in it. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Half an episode, cut it down. Oh my god. Instead of him being dinosaur, they just turn him into like He's a in big the background, guy. No yeah. speaking lines. <laughs> <Just like> waves. <laughs> he waves in the background. Okay, okay. We gotta move on now. We're gonna try and get through our rereader. Uh, oh, I think we gotta postpone this. Oh, we got this. We got oh, this. So long. This is such a good volume. We'll go quickly. Um, it's such a long volume. We'll, we'll go, go quickly. quickly. No, I said good volume, right? <laughs> this I is um, where we are. Oh, we're at gosh, a, hour and forty-four minutes. We hey, we're probably about around an hour and a half now-ish. Maybe a little more. Um, 
I'm so sorry to the listeners. That's right. Let's just break it up into two. Yeah, break it up into two parts. Up into two parts. We're doing the hard work this for mo- you. This is monthly. And I want to just end, like, yeah. you know. Um, real quick, uh, we have an email from you Christopher. Keep saying Swan. real quick, like it's gonna, like, quick. like it's gonna why. help me, like, be like, oh, okay, yeah, this oh, will be. All right. <laughs> this is gonna be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Email from Christopher Swan. He said, hey, guys, just listened to the most recent episode and heard Ryan ask about how Black, Sam- Black Samson lost his powers prior to the series starting. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We good? Yeah, I remember. Because we were talking about his suit and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, of course, Kirkman would need to confirm it, but I'm pretty sure that he lost his powers due to a run-in with one of the baddies from Savage Dragon. In issue six of Invincible, Black Samson says, my life has gone to hell since I was negated. Pretty sure this is a direct reference to negate. A villain, with, a villain with the power to strip people of their superpowers. It is usually permanent, but in Black Samson's case, it just took a near-death experience to reawaken his abilities. Can't, hate, can't wait to hear what you think about J. Jonah Omni-Man. Love, Chris. That's gotta be it. I mean, there's nothing else about it. I looked up um, different times. Did you Google, like, Savage Dragon and... Oh, yeah, and Negate and everything like that? Yeah. yeah. He even included a link for him. Uh, there is not a situation, as far as I was able to look into, in which... Um, it actually showed that happening. Like, there wasn't an invincible tie-in to I would Savage love Dragon for that, where that, that happened. That's a really, like, smart and, like, in-depth explanation as to how he... Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Headcanon-wise, He yeah. said negated, like... Yep. And, and Why would he say set... negated? Why right. wouldn't he just say he lost his powers? Right, exactly. I would love for this to be confirmed by Otley... Corey Walker. Maybe I'll put out I'll put out Robert a tweet Kirkman. or something tomorrow and tag. Yeah, just if, ta- tag him in it and see if Kirkman will just be like, yes, cool. it, it is what it is. All right. <clears throat> Rereader, volume seven. Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Three's company. So the last one ended with uh with Mark and Amber kind of ending thing. Not ending, but like there's trouble in paradise. Yes. Kind of the start to the end. Of their relationship. The beginning of the end. Brian, for this being real quick, you're getting real comfortable. I, I got it. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm warming up. Let's do this. Um, so it starts off with Mark coming home and seeing Debbie with uh, baby Oliver. And maybe they're talking about how, like, they're getting close against her will. She didn't want to get close to the, with, with Oliver. Mm-hmm. But she's like, you, you bring this baby home and you... Of course, I'm going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Last volume, we also got the tease of uh, Robot asking the Mahler twins to help. We see that he is growing a, another body in a tube, but he needs the Mahler twins to help transport his mind into the body, which is something which that is they're really similar, good at. Yeah, which is obviously similar to what they do with their cloning and then also what they did with Angstrom. Mm-hmm. Rudy's also a fan of Oprah. <laughs> yeah, he's reading the O magazine. Yep. I love... Uh, that mastermind came back into this. This is a villain from the very first. We talked about this, right? Yeah. Did we talk about this in like a guarding well, the globe or it was Brit? The very in Brit Volume One, the very first thing Brit ever appeared in, the very first thing in the the opening of that it. Uh, oh issue yeah, it was him. Is him fighting this guy and this guy he was controlling people like yeah, to, and he to, made a monster out yeah. of people and they're all holding on each other and they're smashing against each other yeah. it was disgusting it was awesome uh and and mastermind was using it uh in the back of this trade and the letters column kirkman was talking about how funny it was that in brit he was using a cd player and that's how much time has passed because now he can just use an ipod or something mm-hmm. it's just a on his belt 
So yeah, anyways, Mastermind is fighting them. Mark defeats him by dropping rocks. From above, up above, because yeah, so he, that was, he couldn't mind control. Yeah, he was. That's one of that's one of my favorite parts is that he was like super, super, super high up out of his range, mm-hmm. and he was dropping dropping rocks. So we get what Amber and Mark are. Are they together or not together here? Oh, they're, they're together. together. They're still together. This but is... she's kind of being like really standoffish, and she's like, "Yeah, okay." Or like he comes to the window and. She's like, he's like, hey, sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. And she, she's like, yeah, whatever, I'm supposed to be up anyway. She's being, like, really standoffish and ki- kind of, like, well, she's sh- very short with him. Yeah, she explains that she has a test today and everything, but Mark's like, how about we go to Africa? And she's like, didn't you just hear me? I just said I had a test today. I can't just drop everything. What? Africa? Africa? What? So they're going to go to Africa to visit Eve. And she even says, she's like, uh, oh yeah, she's like, she's like, I always thought that Eve had a thing for you. And she, and he's like, no, like, I don't think so. And then she's like, she's like, so you don't, you never had a thing for Eve. And he's like, no, of course not. And then kind of like, you could tell his line. Well, he says that she was always with Rex and then William and I was with you. Like, you know, um, and then they do it. (laughs) Uh, we see Rick Sheridan being, um, a slave, a reanimant to D.A. Sinclair. Uh, they arrive in Africa. Uh, everything, every panel of Africa is awesome. I love everything about this. This trade well, we, is so good. You Go missed, Russ Livingston is watching TV and gets the idea to be a superhero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shapesmith. Um, so, yeah. Eve, uh, Eve explains that she made the house, that she's gotten better with her power. She's been practicing. Mark and Eve are super happy and in love, and Eve's like, this is going to be fun. She almost she challenges it, too. Like, she's never going to be able to... She kind of says she's never going to be able to, like, relate to you because you're a superhero, and she's not. She's never going to be able to understand this life. She's, she references what? I think that's the first issue of Invincible about looking up. She never looks up. That's next she's issue. One of, yeah. In the beginning of uh, in the beginning of a, issue thirty two, I'm on that page. Am I, am I? Did I get ahead of us? A little bit. That's all, oh, right. all right. But I do want to point out that, uh, and I didn't. I never made this connection. But in the letters column, Ryan Alley talks about how his wife actually made the recommendation to flip the covers. So in issue thirty one, Eve is looking at Mark and Amber happily sitting there being a couple, and then in issue thirty one, Amber's the one sitting and watching. Mark Eve and, and Eve, Eve in their costumes be being superheroes. So it's showing Mark in his two worlds while the other girl looks on. Yeah, just a neat little thing. Mm-hmm. But 32 starts with Mark training because Nolan told him he has to train He's more. exercising. Yeah, exercising, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, Eve has that, I mean, even um, Mark, Mark on the rooftop. This is such a great scene. They talk about how she, how she uses her powers um, her turning leaves into coffee. She makes the joke about if she has leftover atoms, she ends up going to the bathroom several times I, a day. I love, and I love this about Eve. Like, she is... This is Eve. Would, would, would you say that this, Eve is attractive? Yes, this okay. is the, This is my favorite Eve. And she is so awesome in she, this. So, he says, so you're moving atoms around to make different things. Um, do you always use the same amount of atoms? I mean, is there anything ever left over? And she says, well... Let's say on days I use my powers a lot, I can use the bathroom six or seven <laughs> times. I get to read a lot of books laughing, and then she's like, too much information? And Mark's like, a little bit. And it's just, it's so cute and, like, honest and earnest and carefree. Like Carefree. Like, she's just so relaxed. That's, she's not, like, she doesn't yeah, have like, any... Yeah, like, I don't talk about poop and stuff. Like, it's has, just... It's like she has no stress. She's no being her best self. 
Yeah. Mm. And she's mm. very happy. Mm-hmm. She's very happy. She ain't no basic bitch. So Mark explains everything that's going on with Oliver and his dad, and she asks how things are going with Amber, and she starts to, you know, tense up a little bit. And this is, yeah, TJ. When she, she challenges it. Talking, she's, yeah. She's, not, she's basically saying that, you know, she can never relate to you because you're not a superhero. He talks about um, what they talk about in issue one. When they first uh, meet, they say, uh, you know, Eve talks about, like, that they're just going to fly away from the school when they first meet in, like, an issue one or two. And he's like, we, we can't do that. And she said, don't worry about it. No one everybody, no one ever looks up. And now she's saying Amber is one of those people that never look up. She'll, she'll never understand this world, basically. But then Amber looks up and sees a, and says, oh, there you guys are. Mm-hmm. And just a Mark is like, Mark is like, yes, see, she may surprise you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shapesmith is uh, out there fighting villains, street thugs. Russ Livingston is now Shapesmith. Yep. Uh, and he's loving it. Yeah. Uh, there, Eve and Mark and Amber are out. There's a stampede. Mark takes Amber back. I love this too because he flies her really fast, and she's like, can't can't breathe. She's like, damn it, Mark, you know I can't breathe when you fly that fast. I hate that though. Like, yeah, I I get it, I get it. But like, there's people that need to be saved. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mahler twins are still working on it. Um, there. Wow, there's a lot of Africa in here. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, but this is it. Mark gets a, uh, or Aunt Eve gets a call while they're eating dinner, and she says it's for Mark. It's some man. Uh, and I love this little moment here. Mark's like, that's weird. Is it Cecil? And Amber's like, who's Cecil? Which is like, it's funny to think about because like Mark just got done saying, oh no, everything's good. We tell each other stuff. Like everything, like mm-hmm. for in that second, Amber's like, who? And this is a major person in Mark's life. Anyways, um, someone on the other line of the phone, uh, on the other end of the phone says, um, Mark, help. And Mark says, Mom? Somebody says, she's in trouble, Mark. How fast can you get home? For some reason right now, I'm hearing Mark Hamill. Playing Angstrom. or Angstrom? Yeah, I can see that. Wow, you know what? I can, I can really see that. see that. It's almost Jokerish. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I'm, I'm so convinced he's playing a villain. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, who was that? Or Eve says, who was that? Mark says, can you get uh, Amber home tonight? And he takes off. He flies in the, to his house, which is amazing that it goes from light to dark, obviously, because mm-hmm. of where he is in the, in the world. Very smart. Um, he, and the last yeah. page is Angstrom sitting there with his hand around Debbie, who's holding Oliver, and he's... Angstrom says, welcome home, Mark Grayson. I'm impressed you made good time. And on to my favorite issue of the entire series. Such issue 33. Issue. We've talked about it a bunch. Uh, so it starts off, you know, they're screaming at each other. Angstrom kind of... in. Introduce like kind of reintroduces himself in anger yeah, because he doesn't feel like he Mark needs doesn't to. know who he is. Yeah, and that pisses him off even more. Like, how do you? What do you mean? Like, he's like, oh, you're that guy, and he's like, what do you mean that guy? He's, he said, do you, look what you did to me. look look at my head. Look what you did to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, you did this to me. Mark, I was Fly- like, he said he basically explains like I what his power is. He said I I have a power and I was just trying to improve it and you ruined everything, which obviously isn't isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, what Angstrom like as we we got from the last uh, last last issue or, or the last um, volume trade paperback or the one before that where 
uh, Angstrom was actually good and was like trying, was telling the Maulers to stop attacking him and to leave him alone. And then it was just an, an accident that the Maulers caused. And uh, when Angstrom came to, he remembered it differently because he went crazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Mark flies at him. He sends him to another dimension with talking dinosaurs. But when he pulls Mark back from that dimension, he's sitting there holding Oliver. He talks about how Oliver doesn't exist in any other, in other, any other dimensions and how interesting that is. Um, Mark flies at him. He easily sends him to another dimension. This is the one with Spider-Man where the Marvel team-up issue takes place. Um, then... I own this page. Oh, yeah. You're right. Uh, I like this, too. Like, like Angstrom, you know, Debbie's saying to Oliver, it's going to be okay. And then he says, I can't believe you would lie to him like that. What kind of mother are you? How could you tell him that? Uh, you don't know that for sure. You're in shock, aren't you? Like, uh, are you sure you don't want to talk? I could use the company. Um Oh, forget about it. It's been long enough. And then he opens up the portal to bring uh, in- Invincible, Invincible back. Yeah. So he's, he's just torturing mark yeah he, and mark's he, like he brings him back whenever he feels like it mark's like why are you doing this he's because angstrom's threatening to open up uh the a portal beneath debbie and oliver if he tries to hurt him and angstrom's just flat out saying like i'm having fun i'm gonna i'm going to kill you guys all anyways i've waited for this i'm even gonna hurt the boy yeah um he sends him to like a zombie dimension um debbie tries attacking angstrom uh and angstrom breaks her arm um and then we see a lot of scenes with Mark being um, with different characters thrown through dimensions. We actually see Omnipotus. Omnipotus. Um, we see uh, a take on Batman, mm-hmm. uh, Walking Dead. Yep. And then uh, Mark eventually gets back to the house. He sees Debbie's broken arm, freaks out on Angstrom. And um, Angstrom mentions that the people who repaired him after the attack also healed him and made him stronger. Um, so they fight through the multiple dimensions, eventually landing in a desert dimension where Mark, um, beats the shit out of him and basically set like backs away because he's like completely bloody. He keep more or less as, as, as far, as, far oh, as he yeah. believes kills him and he backs away and he says, I thought you were stronger than that. Like I, I didn't, he didn't know. Mm-hmm. Look at his dude. Look at his hands. Look at his hands, uh, his fingers, his wrists. There's a piece of brain on his cheekbone. Mm-hmm. Like, look mm-hmm. at dude. Look. Yep. And then this the the last page this full page uh, splash him saying oh god and there's just blood everywhere. This is one of those this is one of those holy shit moments moments yeah that we hadn't got in Invincible for a while. Uh, issue thirty four the cover is some of the guardians really old. Uh, Eve is taking Amber back to the house. Mark is stranded in this desert dimension. Um, he's talking to himself telling himself that he had to do it there was no other way hmm. and now i'm stranded here i'm going to die here what you thinking about bill i'm just thinking about something that we talked about before which further like makes you believe that time travel is different dimensions yeah that form because this is an alternate time mm-hmm. because yeah. proof his face is normal obviously the guardians are still alive like mm-hmm. knockout never made it to this old neither did kid right. door yep Things, yeah, it's it, it branched another. Right, it branched off. And, yeah. Um, the Mahler twins successfully successfully um, transferred the brain from Rudy into the new Rex. And then Rex immediately um, attacks them. Well, to take yeah. them okay. to take them here, to jail. Here's, here's, he allows him to kill him. Here's the thing. 
Like, and and there are movies that do cloning like this, and I think that it's smart and also scary. Um, do you know where I'm going with this? Yes. I don't where... know. Do we spoil that movie? The Sixth Day? No. What did I say? No, you're. it's all right. I never have actually seen Sixth Day. The Magician Day. movie. I was going to talk about Prestige. Oh, 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 The Prestige. Yeah, so where... Now, he, he cloned and transferred his consciousness into this other body, but he's still, he's still in, him. Yeah. So it's not... So like, it's a trust. It's a trust that you will live on. But you won't. But you did wake up. No, but you're still you in your body right now. Yes, but when I closed my eyes, my eyes opened twice. But and that's, only one of them is is thinking. And they start thinking on a new path. Yeah, but in, in your mind, you, it's like you're still dying no. for another person. No, no. They transferred consciousness. So in your mind, you were the one that closed your eyes and opened them again. But he's having the no, same thought. No, you weren't. You died. No. Okay. Both of them, both of them okay. opened their eyes in... as though they had just closed them. Like, both of them opened their eyes thinking that they were previously Rudy. And both opened their eyes, except one of them still Rudy and the other one isn't. You, right now, as the original Ryan, will mm-hmm. always be you. Yes. There's this other body over here, okay? Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not you're not splitting your body in two. No. There's a second body over here, Ryan, mm-hmm. that when you open it up, I'm touching you and my hand doesn't leave your body. You don't move, okay? Mm-hmm. You open your eyes, you're still you and you're going to die. Yes. But you're cloned over here and mm-hmm. you're going to live on. Yeah. That has that's not you living in, in I agree. Yeah, we're, you're we're not, saying you're the not same immortal. Thing. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. But if you went over to that Ryan and asked me anything, talked to me, I would have said, Yeah, I just closed my eyes. I was right there. You just but had you your did. hand on me. But you, you did just not. had your hand on me. But I am one hundred percent in the mindset that I right, was. Right, but you yes. are a copy. But I know, I but know. Per- but you who is still sitting there laying on the bed yeah. but it's are the, about to fucking die. Yeah. It's like it, you it's and crazy. your consciousness. Yeah. Is it's like you're dying okay. for someone else? Like, okay, so yeah. do, you, do you remember um, in Avatar, the movie Avatar? Yes. Where Jake Sully, Jake uh-huh. Sully, how he, his body is broken and he transfers his consciousness into the Avatar, the Avatar body. How is that any different from this? I don't think that it's possible. Like in, in Altered Carbon, there's stacks where your your where your memories. And your consciousness is downloaded onto this different. disc, I feel and like you put Avatar it into a is sleeve. different because he closed his eyes, and only one opened their eyes. Okay, so that's the may- difference. Maybe with that. maybe that's the difference. So yeah. I, I would be okay with that scenario because that's physically me, like me as I am right now, and I'm just like transferring my whole life into yeah, another that, body. That is one thing. This I is don't different. like this. This is scary. This is scary, and I don't like it. I know. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> it's also the same thing as the Mauler twins. Yeah. The Mauler twins do absolutely. the same exact thing. Yep. So yes, that happens. Uh, the young Rex now uh, attacks the Mauler twins and said, "Oh no, uh, I'm still sending you to prison. I'm sorry about that. Um, I'm not beyond using villains to do to do work for me." Mark is stranded in the desert dimension. Uh, a portal opens up, and out of it comes old guardians of the globe, including old Eve, old Monster Girl, old Bulletproof Robot, Kid Thor, and Knockout. Um, Mark said what happened to you they say they came from the future in which Mark has been lost for um, several years uh, they say 15 years but they all look a lot older than 15 years older mm-hmm. but whatever um, Mark the uh, Rudy opens uh, robot opens the portal and um, 
Mark goes to step through. Eve says, wait, 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 Mark, I love you. I have loved you for a very long time. You need to know that. You have to know that I love you. I can't let you go without telling you. When you disappeared, I was heartbroken. I was in a bad place for a long time. I have to tell you. And Mark says, I, and she's like, don't tell me, tell her. Tell her you love her or you hate her or anything. Just tell her something so she can move on with her life. And then Mark's, Mark leaves. Um, robot takes off his helmet as Eve says, shut up, Rex. Because he says, what happened to us not destroying the timeline? You, what did you just do? You you yeah. ruined the timeline. Which basically tells us, like, don't worry. That's that's not necessarily the future. Yeah. Also a fun, interesting caveat or point or detail is that Monster Girl is wearing her gymnast uniform outfit, which is something that she will wear when she's older in the future of the mm-hmm. series. Far, 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 far from now. It was an uh, awesome callback that Otley did. So, yeah. Um, the Maulers destroy that robot, but we learn that that robot is just one robot, and Rudy is now in control of anything he wants as far as robots go. Um, Mark explains to Cecil that he killed Angstrom. Um, his mom and Oliver are okay. Then, the final issue. We got this. Final. Oh, this is the final issue already? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. No. Well, there's the pact, but that's like... No, we're sentence. not reading that yet. We're not going to go. Okay. Issue 35 is... Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, April Housem. Housem. It's the Oliver's teacher? tutor. Yeah. She shows up. Cecil sent her. She's going to monitor um, Oliver. Um, Mark is fighting a villain called Rampage. Really cool looking. Ollie put a little billboard in the background that says Sofa, Sofa King. King. <laughs> Sofa King. <laughs> Call back to being in fifth grade and thinking that was hilarious. Right. Say this out loud. Sofa King. Sofa King, low prices. <laughs> uh, yep. Mark gets called away. Uh, Cecil introduces the real robot to the Guardians. Uh, Rex has an existential crisis. Um, and then after some explaining... Uh, Robot, we just have to call him Robot. Robot uh, tells young Monster Girl, you know, this was all for you, you know. Uh, he said he was enamored with her plight, and he was he she inspired him, and she chose a f- he chose a form that she found attractive intentionally. Um, and he says, "I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not, not in love with you." Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm a genius. And she says, "Good, because I'm not attracted to children." You are cute, though. I guess we can hang out sometime, so it won't look weird when the two of us are hanging out. And Robot says, phase two is underway. Well, it's weird that she would say, like, I'm not attracted to children, when the reason why he did that was because she they made a comment. Together. No, she made a comment to Rex Blode when he was walking away, saying it's not not terrible to see you walk away, basically yeah. saying he has a nice ass. Yeah. But that's her, like... Kind of hitting on a child. <laughs> that no, but no, that was Rex adult. Rex was, was adult. Like how like much young? Like how much adult. younger is he? Is he that much younger than Rex Blode? Yeah, this he's kid? a kid. He's like ten, this guy this twelve. Guy? <laughs> yeah, suppose. I think Rex Blode is out of high school. This is uh, like a Rex know. was in would have been in his first year of college, so he would have been 19, 20. Mm, Okay, and she's twenty seven. Is that what she is? She's on her Something 20, like that, 20s. yeah. But oh, well, she has you the, can be 27 and to a 27 but, or 28. Yeah, but she has the body of a 12-year-old or whatever. Um, and then we've got uh, a, a long scene of 
Rex, I'm sorry, Rex, geez, uh, uh, Mark chatting with Art Rosenbaum. Uh, I love how he walks into the tailor shop and Art says that he's working on a, co a costume and Mark wants to see it and he says, I'm afraid that's confidential, son. You have to wait and see it in action just like everyone else. This client is very particular. I don't know who that is. And I never thought to see if there was someone coming up in the series, so we'll have to keep an eye out for that. It's kind of like a reddish-orange costume. So yeah, Mark says that he needs to t have a girl talk with him. Not a girl talk, but a talk about girls. And um, he explains to him, um, and they basically come to the conclusion that he's with Amber, that's who he should be with, um, and that maybe eventually he'll find the guts, the time to tell Eve about what happened and, you know, let her know so that, you know, the, like, just like the future Eve said, you have to tell her something. So, but he says Amber deserves it. I should, I should be with Amber. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, there's a brief scene of Amber getting some guy's phone number. Um, but then Mark says to Art, he said that, um, my dad told me before when I saw him last that uh, I should read his books. And Art explains to him that he didn't always write travel books, that he actually wrote some sci-fi. Sci -fi. Yep. And so he gives Mark a couple books, uh, one of which is about Space Racer, uh, which is, I, I always call him Space Racer. Did you notice that? His name isn't Space Racer. Is it Space Racer? Because in this, he calls him Space Rider. Yeah, but I think it's about Space Racer. Okay. So yeah, in the book, changes, he changed it to Space Rider. Rider. Okay, because yeah. I panicked for a minute there. I'm like, all this, all the Speed Racer jokes we make. Oh, you thought it was like we, a social I thought construct? I, 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 I thought like I just a, made we it. We brought it up specifically to Robert Kirkman, and he didn't correct us. You know what I mean? Yeah, Space Racer. Yeah. But I was, I was like, back then, I wasn't calling him Space Rider, was I? Oh, I don't know. It was Space Racer. Yeah. All right. It was always Space Racer. So they called him Space Rider here, and I started no. like thinking that maybe no, that was no, it. No, no. So you yeah. have me really doubting right? reality right now. Huh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and also the, the story about the Ragnars. Um, Mark realizes, oh my God, these are books about him. These are th th things he did um, when he was out searching for things that can kill Viltrumites or uh, finding new planets. So yeah, Nolan was telling Mark how to beat them. You said Viltrumites. I didn't. I said Viltrumites. <laughs> I said Viltrumites. And then at the end of that, there is an issue of the pact, which is really actually quite fun. I read through it. Um, it just shows us that um, uh, Doc Seismic is back and he is put in prison. So that's All it. right. I cannot believe we got through an entire volume. Um, I uh, This is the best volume yet. I love this volume uh, from everything with Africa to Angstrom Levy um, to just, you know, I thought even the Nolan book stuff was cool, especially looking back on it now. Um, I'm curious to see whether or not something will beat this as far as my favorite volume. You know what I mean? You think this is your favorite volume? Like I'm saying up to now, this is up my to favorite. Now. Yeah. Okay. I... I still, I just disagree. Like, as a whole, do you think, which one is better so far? Two. You like two better? Yeah. I think I like this one the most. So, oh, what's coming up? Oh, the next one's going to beat it for me. Really? So, oh volume eight Oh, my gosh, this one is, is all fucking amazing. Rex really? Oh, it's Rex L Blood Lizard, oh, Lizard it's... League? Oh, come on. 
So it's, oh man, so tune it's into the fucking next one. Sequence. All right, <clears throat> uh, we don't have much time to talk about other stuff. So Spitfire, I thought Lego Movie Two was just eh. Uh, I finally beat Kingdom Hearts. Thought it was very good. Um, started Dragon Prince. Haven't finished it yet. Season two. Uh, TJ, did you read Ascender? No, that's not coming out until April. Damn it! I thought it was out. No, not until April. Okay. It was originally announced for January and got pushed way back. Really? I yeah. did read a new comic book called Die. It is by Image Comics. Mm-hmm. I Have see that seen a it? lot because really? I, I always think it's Die Die Die. Really? I see it a lot. Uh, it I is. See that too. It is really cool. It is basically like a Jumanji type thing, but instead mm-hmm. of going into like a traditional board game, you're sucked into a RPG, like a, a Dungeons and Dragons type board game. Very cool. Very cool. Thought it was really good. It's only three issues in. I recommend that. Have you guys been reading or watching anything else? Billy, you said uh, Dragon, um, How to Train Your Dragon 3 was just okay. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. It has a 91 or in the 90s, and it, I, I don't think that it deserves that. I think it re- it reminded me very much of like the episodes of the show. Okay. You know, yeah. which was just which I didn't watch. Yeah. Uh, have you been playing, playing any video games? Uh, I played and beat Metro. Um, really? Jeez, already? Exodus, yeah. All right. Was it good? It was very good. Cool. Yeah. All right. TJ? I've been rewatching a lot of stuff. I've rewatched Avatar The Last Airbender. We're going to go on to... Uh, Korra soon, which I'm excited about because I haven't. I, I think I've only watched when it, it happened. once. I, I might have watched the the first season twice. Yeah. Um, I'm rewatching Game of Thrones, getting oh, ready shit. for the final season. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty. That's oh, Barry. Barry comes out at you the end of March. You recommended that a while ago. It's the still second good? season comes is coming out. Oh, okay. uh, Santa Clara to Die comes Santa out Clara at the, end, the dude, end of March. Dude, Barry comes out, which is fucking awesome. Mm. Um, it has what's his name. Um, Forte? Uh, yeah. No, no, not Forte. No, he, he's the no, he's it's... the cop from Superbad. And caught it with Chance of Meatballs. What the yeah. fuck is his name? Hedder. Hedder. Bill, Bill, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Um, so second season comes out. Santa Clara to Die comes out in March. Like, there's so much coming out. But, yeah. Cool. We'll talk about everything we've watched uh, next episode. Uh, this song, uh, this month's episodes whatever outro song is also by wyatt lane it is called forward um you can find his music on spotify itunes um apple music uh i think i think that's it we did it guys good job congratulations that was a big episode and Um, you know what rightfully so because most of it was spent on dinosaurs a lot of it was spent on dinosaurs and the animated series i feel like there's stuff we got to talk about all right Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. And also, goodbye. Bye.
They'll say something. Say something, I'm 